Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Bert, Espionage VR Podcast. This is episode 15. Uh, I've got the dudes, Tom, Hosean. Say hi if y'all want. Doesn't uh, really matter. Oh, we wow. still don't have a guest with us 16 episodes in. 15 episodes in. Um, I blame Hosean. What do y'all got? Uh, you actually cut out so bad for a minute that I have no idea what you said other than I blame Hosean, but I... I, I dislike him, so I agree. Really? Damn. Well, hopefully it recorded it so it sounds like I'm not an idiot. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what's what's going on, boys? Uh, just chilling. I just got back from a vacation. I went to my best friend's wedding, his second wedding. Oh. Uh, hopefully this one sticks a little harder. He was, he's Jesus fucking... <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah, they got married in, uh... Well, the, the person he is marrying this time is a much better human than the last oh, person. Oh, it's not the same person. No, no, no. That would be crazy, though. <laughs> um, He lives, or they got married up in, like, Bullsburg, Pennsylvania. Do you all know where that is? No. It's where, I like, know it's in Pennsylvania. Yeah, you know that now. It's where Penn State is. So it's, like, super beautiful and everything and all that shit. Yeah, but, uh, never heard of it. Oh, yeah. Great. Um, <laughs> I stayed in New Jersey for a couple of days before that where, uh girlfriend Allie went with me and her some of her family stays up there and uh a couple of her cousins are like really into like or like into some of the same shit that we are and they took me to this place called Gundam Kitchen nice which okay. is pretty sick it's like a this like Gundam model store and like Warhammer spot and Magic the Gathering place but they have a a restaurant inside they were telling me the story about how like whenever uh bad snowstorms start uh, kids try to pile in to get snowed in there, and then if they do get snowed in, they'll just live inside Gundam Kitchen, sleeping on the floor for a week. And whoever the one like unfortunate like employee was to open the store that day, they get stuck there serving yeah. those people. You gotta make, get eaten. Yeah, <laughs> making them food chop them up. Time. But that's that's been, pretty amazing. Though. That's pretty wild. They can just stay yeah. there. <laughs> they don't have a shovel. No. Jesus. It's weird because in New Jersey, I feel like it's much harder for like the snow to shut things down like in georgia if it i mean if it gets to 30 it's like degrees, 32 yeah you're oh, shutting yeah, the highway down yeah everyone louisiana is the same fucking way yeah um i don't know what have you guys been doing um what have i been doing i have been trying to stay active i, I don't work at my job anymore i don't know if i told you what happened guys no you didn't tell me I, that oh i just left nice I um I'm able to do everything now with just espionage. So yeah, you don't have to um, give people deals on Funko Pops and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So it's been a it's it, it's getting really uh, a lot worse here in Georgia with the COVID stuff. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, well, good for you. Yeah. So um, it's gotten to the point where, like, I don't feel safe. My my girlfriend's roommate got got a COVID recently and all that stuff, and I had just moved out right before that happened. So it's like I missed it, you know, being in that whole situation, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So it's just kind of annoying to be out right now. And with everything going on, and, you know, fortunately, I'm like lucky enough to have been able to even do that in the first place. So yeah. I was like, this just makes more sense because like it's getting like a lot, you know, crazier on that end and having to do all that like work stuff and then come home to like work on this stuff, packing all that. It was just like beating the shit out of me. Um so I was like, you know, with the, everything going on, I think I'm just going to dip. And it was all good. Like, I 
I recommended a person that would replace me and train them and everything, help train them and all that. So like, it's cool. I still talk to all of them. I hang out with them still, but I just, you know, been trying to transition and everything, trying to stay like, you know, not waking up at 3 p.m. every day because I don't have to like clock in or whatever. Yeah. And try, just trying to like reassess my whole mind and all that stuff and try to still keep lifting weights and, you know, waking up and doing all that shit. So that, that's pretty much what I've been doing. I've been playing PS2 stuff lately. So I started playing a, a Manhunt and I got this hacked PS3 from a friend, Alec, who uh, set it up for me that you could play like every single game on PS1, 2, 3, and all the old retro stuff like Nintendo, Wonder Swan, yeah, blah, blah, blah. That thing's sick. So it's been really, really cool to uh, like dive back in a bunch of stuff and pick up games that I haven't played when I was younger. Um, so talk, that's kind of what I've been Talk doing. about, uh, I forgot to mention, I'll mention my games later, but talk about Blood Money. How funny that fucking game is. The th- Are you talking about Blood in the Sand? No, oh yeah, whatever. It's the 50 Cent game. <laughs> yes, not yes, that game... Okay, Bert, that's Hitman. Oh yeah, whoops. Fuck Hitman. Bert, Bert, <laughs> yeah. Bert, you're you're familiar with Blood in the Sand. Too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember it was a it was it was low key like a big thing like when it came out. Like obviously like you know the Fast and the Furious heads like when you were in high school or something like these games came out just to appease certain crowds. Mm-hmm. But this one was fun, you know. Th- this you one was like, fun because like shit. It, it what's crazy is like it like it feels like a um it's almost like the same rules as a on rail shooter at an mm-hmm. arcade. You play mm-hmm. in a movie theater. It's got like bonuses and like, oh, kill these two guys before the time runs out. If you do it, you get like $30,000 extra, blah, blah, blah. It's very arcadey with a fuck ton of menus and things on the screen that like gives you like a seizure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's really fun. The shooting mechanics are like insanely good for the kind of game it is. I was like, because like the cover, it's kind of a clunky game when like you're trying to move around and like go between cover and stuff. But when you're actually shooting and and like the the ragdoll physics make it funny and stuff like that, the game is actually really good. You could beat it in like four hours. Mm-hmm. So it, it does feel like you're playing like a time crisis, crisis zone movie theater type thing. Um, and there's nothing so, yeah. wrong with that. You know? No, it's 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 a blast, dude. Like I, I beat it and then like Mackie was I was like, Mackie, you would like this game. So he just beat it in one sitting too, right after. Nice. Um so yeah, it's it, it was cool to play something that wasn't seventy seven hours long. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, like Last of Us style. So I was like, I just been burning through these like funner, shorter experiences. That's uh I love that. That's actually the reason one of the reasons why I love uh the GameCube and even like the Wii so much is it's full of like shit like that where like if you most of the good games are good, or part of the reason that they are good is because the length is not it's like anywhere from five to eight hours, which is kind of a sweet spot for me for a, any game that doesn't have a big sweeping story. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, what have I been playing? Oh, the last episode I wanted to talk about this and I forgot on Game Pass. There's this Warhammer game. Did I did I talk about the Warhammer game last time? Yeah, you did. Ah, oh, I fucking forgot that it. That game was sick. Y'all should play that. The worst game, worst name of all time. But Warhammer. Who's a vermin tide? No, Warhammer Inquisitor Martyr. Dark no Dark Tide is the the new game they announced. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Inquisitor oh, okay. Martyr. In, Warhammer Forty Thousand Inquisitor Martyr is the name of this one. It's like the Diablo clone. Mm-hmm. Um, I went back and played a little more of that. That game is sick, and it's on Game Pass. Um, speaking of Wii games, I beat this really sh- uh, like. Not shitty. It's actually pretty fun. This Batman game that's on the Wii called Brave and the Bold that Way Forward made. Y'all are familiar with that company, right? 
Yeah, is it based off the show? Yeah, it's based off uh, the show, which is like, that show is um, kind of like a, almost a cartoon version of the Adam West show. Yeah, you know? I like that show. Yeah, with the super campiness and everything. I've, I've watched a lot of it. Yeah, but the fucking game is just a side-scrolling, like, beat-em-up, where you, you're always Batman and then, like, a random other member of the Justice League. But uh, it's it's kind of super fucking repetitive because all the enemies are just palette swaps and everything. But it feels like playing through a whole season of that show because there's nonstop voice acting in it the entire time. Oh, that's sick. Oh, yeah, and the characters are fucking hilarious. And, like, it reminded me that that company, WayForward, they do so... Most people know them for, like, Gunstar Heroes and Shantae and stuff, but they do a ton of licensed games. And a lot of them actually end up being pretty good. Like, um... They did this when that Tom Cruise movie, mummy movie came out. They did one called The Mummy Demastered. I remember that. Yeah, uh, it's like a really good Metroidvania. And they did a uh, a game called Alien Infestation. Uh, it was based off the Alien franchise. It was on the uh, I think it's the DS, and it's another like Metroidvania style game, and it's fucking great. Um, but I've been playing that, and I dove into this game recently called uh, it's on the 3D. It's called little battlers experience lbx and hosey and i wanted to mention this to you because the whole game is since you and i both got into the gunpla thing recently i wanted to play like some sort of a uh, mech game and, and i forgot that i had this and then when i opened the case the cartridge was gone so i had to order a new copy but um it's like it's kind of like beyblade but instead of beyblade they play with uh little mechs that they buy in model shops and so you have to go and, like, buy model That's kits, dope. build That's the model, really yeah, and, like, mix and match parts and everything. And the combat, the overworld stuff is kind of like Pokemon overworld, but instead of random battles, you have to initiate every battle. And the plot's honestly the same kind of cheesy shit. Um, but the the combat is, like, custom robo. Okay, I was going to yeah. ask if it was like that, because I know custom robo is... That game is sick, but I don't remember there ever being anything else. Isn't there a DS game of that? There are two DS or a ga- games. Or a Game Boy mix? Okay. Yeah, there's two, and uh, I think one of them is more of a turn-based thing, but there's, I think the first one was the same kind of uh, 3D in a cube combat, and the combat in this game is the same way. It's 3D stuff uh, in a cube, but it's awesome. It's, like, super cheesy and goofy for, like, a kid's game or whatever, but I've been playing that a lot. Um, like six That's hours like, in. That was my airplane game for when we were fucking flying around and everything. But You happen to find all these games I would never have heard of. Dude, it's because I literally go around and Google like like dumb, like basically dumb bullshit game for ch- for fucking autistic children. And I just <laughs> buy whatever the first search result is every time. <laughs> That's sick. Because uh, they're also I mean, always awesome. cheap. Yeah. Uh, Bert, what have you been playing? Oh man, um, it's funny because I was just having a conversation with my buddy Andrew, and he was like talking about how, you know, how much like mobile games have influenced all these AAA titles in the age of just getting the whole game and all the unlockables and just getting that at face value and not having to pay extra over time or anything like that. With all these battle passes and games, like every season, every like two months, you got to pay another ten dollars for X, Y, and Z. Because we were talking about how like. You know, I I liked I didn't. It's not that I I didn't like it in in Apex when I was heavy into Apex. I didn't mind paying ten dollars every couple of months for this season. That was like a new map, a new mode, events. Because at a certain point, I'm like, 
you know, it's not like, you know, you make Jurassic Park for the Sega Genesis, you put it out there and it's fucking done, you never touch it again, you move on mm-hmm. to something else and get paid from that. Nowadays, there's a shit ton of updating and continuous work that goes into these games and these experiences. So I'm like, at some point in my head, I have to justify games as a service or, you know, continuous payments being made on these games that are continually being worked on. Because we're talking about Halo. Halo um, Infinite's multiplayer is going to be just fucking free we all know what that's like you know like valorant is fucking free a skin for a rifle is 35 dollars you know (laughs) a knife skin is 50 dollars you know we we can get into fucking counter-strike and knife skins or gloves are like 500 dollar items but fucking valorant you know like is just oh it's a shooter i get to get on it and i want this cool skin you know gun gun skins are cool like i'm a huge sucker for like skins and shit and cosmetic items and fucking games you know you're running around tf2 you get mowed down by a heavy he's got a tiny little top hat on his head it's fun it adds shit to it it's a little bit of you know distinctness in there you know i like it i don't like it to be too fucking crazy and you know serious shit Kind of like in Gears of War, how everybody was running around with fucking rainbows and shit. It got, like, I guess that's a horrible example and it makes me sound like a fucking um, anti-LGBTQ or some shit like that. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe this is all a Freudian slip. Maybe I should shut up. Um, It's, it's Ah! like, (laughs) but it's like everything's blood and gore and stuff. It's kind of like, remember the tour in 2015? Where Shane, like, little fucking, err, I'm Shane. He's like, I hate fun at hardcore shows. He's like, I don't like fun. I don't like boogie boards. I don't like people coming in with little fun noodles and hitting people and stuff. And I was like, I'm, I feel like I'm saying that with, like, Gears of War. I'm like, it's a game about blood and guts and just blowing people to shreds. I don't want you to have a fucking pink gun while doing it. Which is funny, because in most games and shit, I'm the one with the pink shit. I don't know. It's very, it's a lot of hypocrisy and stuff, but at the end of the day, like me and me, me and Andrew were talking about games as a service and payment models and stuff like that. And we got on the subject. He was like, dude, I just, I look at my backlog on Steam and I look at all these games I've yet to play. There's like a hundred games on there I bought and haven't played. And everybody with a PC that downloaded Steam, it's the same fucking thing. Like we all have like a hundred goddamn games that have never even been installed, but we really want to play them. It's crazy to me. That, like, I have a lot of time on my hands. So much time that, like, when Death Stranding came out, I beat it in, like, the first four days it was out. That's, like, ten hours or more a day. So, Ghost of Tsushima just came out. Immediately, okay, I'll throw 20 hours into this. Final Fantasy Remake comes out. You know, these games come out, and I'm like, okay, this is the game. This is the big, what's big and hot. I gotta play this so I can talk about it with people on the podcast, whatever. It sucks because there are so many games on my Steam, like, backlog, that I, like, like, drool over, legitimately, that I look at, I'm like, this looks so fun, this looks so well done, the music is amazing, the art is fucking crazy fun, the developer, like, it just sounds like the coolest fucking person ever, the nicest person ever, and everything about it looks amazing, but I'm not playing that game, I can literally install it in, like, two minutes, and play through it, probably beat it today, but I don't do that. And that's, it kind of like dawned on me today. I was like, why the fuck am I so quick to be like, oh, this fucking triple A title made a game. I've got to play it. You know, I mean, I guess that's, that's what people give a shit about. That's what people want to hear about on a podcast or something, you know, like everybody's like, how do you feel about this? Cause Lord knows, dude, when I post like battle block theater, you know, when I post about Celeste, when I 
post about Transistor or something. Mm-hmm. Nobody gives two goddamn fucks. There might be one person or so in there that also has a PC and also plays these games or plays them on Switch or something because indie games are now everywhere. Um, maybe, but I, I, there's 40 people that hit me up about Tsushima. Yeah. There's fucking 100 people that hit me up about Final Fantasy VII Remake. You know I mean? I get it. There's mainstream versus independent and smaller scenes and stuff, but I, I guess this was all just a rant to be like, yeah, I played everything we talked about last podcast, fucking Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us 2. And, you know, it was like it, a lot of it fell flat. When a lot of these other games, like, dude, when I played Hyper Light Drifter, when I played, um, oh, fuck, what was the one? K. Started with a K. Maybe that was Hyper Light Drifter. I don't know. Yeah, Hi- Hyper Light Drifter. Fucking flawless guy. I was in awe the entire yeah. time I was playing it. There wasn't an ounce of dialogue in that game, I don't believe. It's just this fucking beautifully delivered experience. Katana Zero was the other game I was thinking about. But when I play these games, I'm like, this is fucking awesome. The story is amazing. The world is amazing. Everything's about it is amazing. Fuck, why am I not playing everything else on this list that looks like this, you know? Mm-hmm. But, that, yeah, I so basically, I've been doing a lot of shit that I already talked about when I should be doing other shit. I get that. Well, the reason, Bert, the reason that all these people... Uh hit you up about those games instead of the actual good games because we're the, the real game well we're we're the real gamers there you and go. we're followed by a flock of total weaklings we did we did start like uh playing through fantasy star online 2 again uh oh, me and a couple that- dudes downloaded it which was like a 40 minute process just to get the file downloaded in english on in like a u.s server oh, God. because it was only in japan before but now that it's released in america um, we did download that and started playing through that and shit fucking, so... Yeah. That's neat. But otherwise, dude, it's... My life is fucking... Literally, like, I'll play through a game, and then it's back to playing Valorant or League of Legends with my friends until we want to do something else. Yo, this is the fucking thing to talk about. This is, like, that big game. I get. It's. I guess it's an indie game, but it's the indie game everybody wants to play. I mean, you, Fortnite at one point was an indie game, right? Yeah. Maybe. No, it's, like, epic. I don't know. Um, anyway... Um, yeah, PUBG, we can say that. PUBG would be considered an independent game, I guess. Fall Guys. Oh, how Fall is that? Fall Guys is ju- fucking I downloaded fantastic. that last night. I have been playing the fuck out of that. Fall Guys is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> y'all, y'all want to play Fall... Okay, I have it on PS4. If anyone wants to play it tonight, I want to play it tonight, because I just downloaded it. I didn't know what it was, and I looked up a little bit about what it is. Like, oh my! I, I had no idea. It's, it was just, it's a it was one of the PS Plus games. I was like, yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Grab yeah, it. it's free on PlayStation. Um, it, that, that's the one. I I don't play online games. Like I mentioned that one time, like like all like Fortnite and all that stuff. But this game I played because I was like, well, I play with Tate. It's like two buttons, mm-hmm. and I was like, holy shit, dude! This game is fucking hilarious mm-hmm. and fun. So, they did well. They did yeah. very well. It's a, it's a very very well done game. I gotta try it. It looks. It looks hilarious. It's like Ninja Warrior vibe, like with like like the obstacles and stuff. And oh, that's fucking awesome! Knock the, knock, like, but like with like forty people like trying to race. It's, cool. it's a blast, dude. It, it's funny because like I was at my therapist appointment, and I'm just like talking to him, and the conversation got on like how many video, how much video games I play, and he's like, "That's bad." Like, it's constant stimulation, it's jerky, fast movements, it's this, it's that, it's violence. And I'm, like, all I'm picturing in my head is Fall Guys. 
and I'm like, <laughs> like I'm like, like, like cute, like cute guy. Yeah, I'm like, you style. don't, you don't understand. <laughs> you don't understand. This I know shit that I know that this professional whose job it is to like analyze your behaviors and let you know what they are. And I know that that's yeah. his job and everything, but you got to fire that guy <laughs> if he's gonna sit here and tell you that video games are bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Because I, I refuse. Yeah, has, I refuse has, to hear that. Yeah, has right? he fucking played Fall Guys? <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking saying. I could bring my PC there. I'm like, just, just hold on, just, 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 oh my just God. watch. He pulls out the Alienware laptop case, <laughs> throws it fucking down. The guy kicks you out of his office immediately. Is, is it crossplay PC PS? No, they don't. Okay. They don't. They're not there yet. Okay, well, that sucks. Well. We'll get in the same Discord server and we'll tell st- or we'll tell stories about what's happening. There you go. We'll paint uh, the picture. Someone in Allie's family, uh, one of her younger cousins, his name's Dave. Oh my god. They will never hear this, so it doesn't matter. Uh, but Bert, maybe I'll hit you up and tell you to fucking uh, <laughs> edit this shit out. Fucking, he's got a her whole that whole side of the family uh, lives in this one incredible house up in New Jersey. Nice. And they have this younger, younger cousin Dave that lives there, and he fucking uh, he's apparently a god at Rocket League. No. But he, but he never really hangs out because he's always playing Rocket League. And they told me they think the reason that he's like doesn't want to hang out and is like antisocial and only wants to play Rocket League is because he was he's a Russian orphan, no. and he was and in the orphanage that he uh, was born in. Um, it was it was just run by nuns, and when you're a baby, they put you in a crib, and they basically never touch you again until you're a certain age. So you don't know any intimacy up until like throughout your entire years as a toddler. Jesus, I just wanted to tell you guys that because I thought it was fucking insane. That's fucking rough, man. That is, I think. I mean, it's crazy that the roughest part about that is he plays Rocket League. And yeah, I mean, his his only outlet is fucking Rocket League. Fuck. Um. It's like, well, why don't we move on to today's topic? Also, Bert, I'm going to need you to put in the uh, Bert theme song before your section of that intro. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> um, so I guess today we want to talk about... We're moving in... We're obviously moving into the ninth console generation. I guess... I mean, you, you can call... Do you guys think that console generation still exists with the fact that Nintendo has fallen off of the schedule that ever, that Sony and Microsoft run on? Like, I've lost track of like how they released because like the, the the Wii U and the Switch both came out during the Xbox One time period. Yeah. PS4. Yeah. So they're definitely kind of off that wagon now. So you, and that was, I feel like that was definitely on purpose too. Oh yeah, totally. I think it's well. Number one, the Wii U was fucked up so bad they couldn't ride it out for too long, and then you might as well get away from the competition. But this last console generation, which I guess we'll really throw in PS4 xbox one you could say the wii u if you want and then like the first three years of the switch mm-hmm. we'll go with that so like the last i don't know seven or eight years of gaming yeah i know a few people that have told me that this is the best console generation of all time that this is the most fun they've ever had in video games and that this is the peak of what gaming could could be Oh uh, God! As to, as where the so hell? Far. Where? Where? Oh, you were in New Jersey. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, it wasn't the, the. Actually, the New Jersey guys are mostly PC people, so they are on a completely different train. Uh, very politically correct. Okay. There you go. Uh, <laughs> absolutely not. Trust me. <laughs> um, not there. But this is like some coworkers that I have. Some like 
older dudes and younger dudes that are saying some of this stuff. I, God damn, dude. How are you going to be an older dude and say that? Well, that's, that's actually one of that's, that's 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 heresy. That's one person that told me this is a person. That's like cockamimi. Yeah, one of the guys. He has a massive, like he has a bigger retro game collection than I have. You know, um, and so he has great perspective on what games are and aren't, and uh, and what they have been in the past. And when he told me that, I thought that was fucking insane. And he he told me that as being a primarily an Xbox One user. Oh. to this whole generation which, wait a second that, that means he's lying to you he well that's what i thought i was yeah, like that's all a troll <laughs> well, i was like bro i was like what what made you love this console generation like that and number one he was saying uh vr finally becoming a thing and becoming possible which i thought was strange when we were discussing so he just cons- watches vr porn all day okay. i fucking wish i he he fell in love with tetris effect that's uh, that's understandable. And I think, and from what I've seen with that game, I imagine playing it in VR. If you love Tetris, and I do love Tetris, uh, uh-huh. is like a like is like basically an acid trip. And okay. so I could I could understand that, but what I don't understand about some of his argument was he was like video games course corrected from the problems of the last generation. Oh my God! You couldn't be more fucking wrong. Well, I was dude. like, well, I was like, what do you mean by that? He's like, Pete, they finally understood that not not every game has to have shoehorned multiplayer, and that we and that people still love narr- like single player narrative experience. Which he's not entirely wrong there because there are plenty of games from the PS3 generation up into this generation where there was shoehorned multiplayer where there didn't need to be there. Like Spec Ops: The Line was a big one that had that. Uh, Arkham Origins having multiplayer, um, things like that. Games that just it you didn't need a third person shooter multiplayer in these games, you know, and that kind of disappeared towards the latter half of this generation. So he's not entirely wrong there, but it's not that that problem disappeared. It's not that the problem disappeared, but it's also just because oh, some games that fucking uh, were not that crazy of a success had shoehorned multiplayer in them but Mm. guess what you can't also just dismiss the hundreds of problems that came with this generation absolutely and this is kind of the tick the tip we got on so let's talk about some of like some of the some of the problems because yes this is one i really enjoyed my time as a gamer this generation with specifically with the PS4 I can definitely say that some of my favorite games of all time came out this generation and I really enjoyed it and it kind of got me back in to gaming uh, yeah. as hard as I was so I can totally ride for that mm-hmm. but even just down to his thing of like there are games that don't have shoehorn multiplayer yeah, that's true. Instead, we're getting games to just cut the whole single-player experience out, and it's yeah. just multiplayer. And then for those games to course-correct, they shoehorn a single-player single player. into it. <laughs> Titanfall. Titanfall. Actually, isn't, Titan- there, isn't there a Black Ops game that's just online now? Uh, it was, there was Black Ops 4 was just multiplayer, was it not? Uh, I think so. And then the big one that comes to mind for me is uh, Battlefront, the first redo of star wars battlefront. oh yeah holy shit and remember so, when battlefront one came out and it sucked so they made a better one the second year and charged people again yeah that's right and they but the, they fucking they put a single player in that because people wanted it yep. and they give you this quick little four which 
the Call of Duty games have been doing it for years. Four or five hour multi like single player, intensely dramatic but ultimately meaningless story. Um, and it just followed that same formula. That was a that was a fucking huge one to me. Where I was just like, this is a slap in the face. It's everything I ever wanted out of a fucking Battlefront game. Fuck this. The, Dude, ti- the Titanfall single player sick. is actually kind of good. The Titanfall 2 single player is good. And you can find that game for $5 brand new at 5 below. I know a lot of totally Titanfall, worth it. Titanfall like flag, flag bearers. Uh, it's, again, I'll say it every time. It's Vance and Simpella. The They made the textbook perfect military shooter. Yeah. And Titanfall is their baby. Yeah. They know what they're doing. They're excellent creators. There's no there's 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 no reason that wouldn't be so amazing, you know. Yeah. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like it's like the bar now. Absolutely. It, it has been since Modern Warfare. Yeah. That's been it's there that it's perfection is the reason so many other shooters had their downfall is because everybody that tested and played the game before release all the reception they got from their creations was i wish it was like call of duty honestly yeah that's a good point thinking about i know that this is going off topic but uh modern like call of duty once it launched the initial world war ii games were like already disrupting the status quo Mm -hmm. and then modern warfare obviously is the moment that that entire it number one it destroys the world war ii genre (laughs) Of games that doesn't exist after that, but it completely changes the course, and that's one of the things that I was thinking about with this generation of games is how we saw a lot of series from the the last generation, the seventh generation, mm-hmm. a lot of series that really set the bar for certain genres of games. Um, really shit the bed this generation. <laughs> Like yep. the Call of Duty series, Call of Duty Ghost, baby, that uh, launched, Go- uh, Ghost launch launch window one. of Xbox One and PS4. Yeah, which I I never played that game when it came out, and then I played it when uh, one time Hosey, when we stayed with Dave Updike, and he gave me a 360 that had a bunch of games with it. Oh, yeah. And uh, Ghost was in there, and I love all of the single player Call of Duty stuff, so I'll play all of that shit, especially when I get it for free or for five bucks. But like Ghost being is a prime example of a great series, not only just starting to waver, but undeniably shitting the bed. Uh, the Assassin's Creed series. Isn't that the big... game? Isn't uh, Call of Duty Ghost the one with the advanced fish mechanics? Oh, I don't f- know, bro. I don't even oh, know where you could like swim and shit. It, it was like a big, like huge viral like comedy thing where it's like, oh, you jump in the water and the fish get away from you. That's how advanced our technology. I is I, I, do oh, no, I think that you're I think correct. that was it. Was it that one or was it advanced? Ghost had the dog and shit that was like he's a good boy. You know, there's there's a dog companion. You yeah. can the dog the, probably died in the game. I don't you fucking can, know. You can you can pet the dog. Yeah, man. Ghost. We're had, real excited about petting foxes in Tsushima, so we haven't learned a goddamn thing. Greatest no. console generation ever, I guess. This generation, yeah, 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 if I remember correctly, this is also the generation that gave us uh, press F to pay respects. Yep. Yeah, which is something that Mackie will never let die. Okay, nobody's what, gonna so, let that die. So what is poggers? What does that mean? What is what? Poggers. When people, when people are Twitch. like, "Bro, that's so poggers." I'm like, "What? What does that mean?" I, They're I'm fucking kidding. dick, fucking suckers. I don't know, dude. Okay, I mean, yeah, like, like all these Twitch memes and shit like that. I there, there's too many to guy. I'll be fucking looking them up all the time, just like, I because I know it's just like. 
a fucking troll kind of a way to be like, let's go, or let's fucking go, or yay, or bad. It can be anything. It's like saying fuck. It can be good, it can be bad. I don't know. Maybe Poggers is just good. So Poggers is a Twitch emote featuring an image of Pepe the Frog with a surprise and excited emotion similar to Pog Champ. So people, when they make Twitch emotes, their title or their name goes in the first like little slot, and then they're um, often. You, I think you can change it once you become partnered, and then you name the emote. So shit like Pog Champ or fucking, you know, there's there's so many goddamn names that get repeated and different shit on Twitch emotes and stuff. It's a whole nother world that I vaguely understand. So if I'm getting any of this right, don't fucking come crucifying me, people that think this is the greatest console generation to exist. But it's emote politics. It's emote <laughs> fucking philosophy. It's, you know? crazy. it's crazy how many pivots Pepe has been through. Pepe yeah. is a is a multi-genre, multi-generational item. He is, he's like he's just like adapting, dude. Every time. I, I was I looked up Poggers on Urban Dictionary, and uh, the second definition is when your wife's boyfriend lets you sleep past eight p.m. Absolute Poggers, man. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's that's how I hear it. Yeah, it just sounds like poor British slang. That's um, Poggers. <laughs> but like, what are some of the other? Oh yeah. Charles, I was trying to think of the other games that started on 360 land that fucking got castrated. Would, 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 uh, uh, Bioshock didn't get castrated. Uh, Mass Effect. Mass Effect was the... My Mass next Effect ones were going to be uh, Assassin's Creed and Mass Effect. Halo Dead. didn't Dead. start on 360, but it's gone shit. Well, still, Halo Dead. was still... Halo was... Halo 3 is a god-tier game. An Everything absolute god-tier Everything and below was god-tier. 100% agree. And then Halo, they, Halo, Bungie did it absolutely correct. Yeah. Like, for what they wanted to do, they did it correct. Yeah. And Halo 4, not the worst game in the world. It not is at a, all. It is a fine game you will enjoy playing. I had, I had a playing, lot of fun with it. Yeah. A lot of but fun Halo 5, you're going to tell me the best console generation of all time. Best console generation ever with Halo 5 being, being your flagship idea. The, the worst part about that is that... Halo 5 did so many goddamn things correct. It sucks because they fucked up. If there was a box of the biggest deals in the world, they fucked up a lot of that. But the 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 environment, the house, or whatever other collection the box was inside, they did so much correct. There was so much good things, good production done with that game. But boy, did they fuck up a lot of shit. <laughs> and it sucks. I guess as a game, Halo 5 is outstanding. As a Halo, it's fucked. That's uh, that's actually um, that's a point that I've heard from a bunch of people before. Is that it, it's Also just with the post-Bungie Halo experience in general. Mm-hmm. Is that it's not that it's a bad game. It's just that you have... I mean, you think about the years of nostalgia that you're fighting, first of all. Yeah. You know, with people, there's no way that a certain group of people aren't aren't just going to be over games in general. Like, ah, eh, you know, it was just better in my day. That whole kind of mentality. Yeah. But also, it's just like, I think we're really going to see it with Infinite. Is, is the idea of Halo just not something... Is that, that kind of gameplay and that idea, is it something that just people have moved past? Yeah. You know, and, and that's well, like, a, like are you saying how they're gonna respond to it? 
Well, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, because really, I don't, like, I don't think it's gonna be right. I don't think it's gonna be Halo. It's yeah. already like the things they've shown doesn't give me a lot of faith. You know, whether you want to bring up sprinting, whether you want to bring up the grappling hook, whether you want to bring up grabbing explosives just to throw them back or some dumb shit. You know, um, um, I there's so many parts about it. I I don't think three four three has it in them. I don't think they're smart. I don't think they're in touch with their community and their fans. And um, that sucks. I mean, dude, I was 11 years old when I played fucking Halo for the first time, you know? It, and so, God, it, like, how crazy is it that their prime audience right now probably was not born when Halo came out? Yeah, yeah which that, is something And, like, totally that, that makes me feel like they're in the men- mindset that they need to make two or three different demographics happy and not just OG classic Halo fans. Because I think they're scared to release a slowed down Halo classic experience in this modern era. Well, the reason why Halo exploded in the first place was because of that stuff that people like. Correct, but just because something exploded in 2001 doesn't mean it would explode in 2020. And money needs to be made. I understand all that, but it's it's disheartening thinking like that this is what they believe people want. Yeah. But well, sales and reception and everything, every trailer, dude, people are just ripping it apart. So on one hand, you're scared because oh, dude, what, what do we? You know, we gotta please everybody. But by doing that, you're pleasing fucking nobody. And as of like 15 minutes ago, Halo Infinite has been delayed till next year. Is that uh, real? I just yeah Are you yeah. Fucking with me? I literally just saw that right now. Holy shit! No 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 no. Oh, I'm dead. I'm dead ass serious, brother. Oh. Release date set for November. Halo won't launch alongside. Wow. Yeah, 26 minutes ago. Well, sorry. well, we were wondering I... when everyone was seeing all these presentations. This dude, entire they got, time, they like, what, is there enough destroyed. time? Honestly, dude, this gives me a little bit of hope. I mean, this... it looked like the game was going to launch in a shit state, so I I actually agree, I agree with you, Bert. Yeah, let this it go. This absolutely gives me hope, dude. Like, that makes me feel a lot better than I was, than I felt. I mean, I hate it, obviously, but fuck, dude. Breath of the Wild got delayed like 15 times, and it was one of the best games ever made. It's uh... Games, I like, I like when I was a kid, hearing something got delayed... It sucked, and this sucks, but at the same time, I'm like, yes, please take your time with it. Yeah, they, they need to delay Sonic games. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> not delay, Sega not having the balls to delay Sonic games is actually, is the reason why most of them end up being bad. Yeah. Like, everyone... It's not, it's not good for anybody. Every bad game that's come out from that franchise, you eventually find out that there was, like... That basically someone was like, hey, we need another year. And Sega basically goes, nah, you got 30 days. Yep. <laughs> and that's like, and then the game just comes out. Uh-huh. Um, Halo be like, due to COVID, we will be releasing our game next year now. Sega yeah, not, is just psychotic. Fun. Like, Sega deciding to celebrate the anniversary of the Game Gear by releasing four mini Game Gears that are the size of a t- Yeah, yeah, no. Se- Sega said, COVID's not real. Buy our game now. Yeah, people are talking about fucking... Sega potentially coming back with a Dreamcast to the next console generation, and straight up, oh. if you if you actually want that, fuck off and die. 
go eat glass. Like, you're fucking wrong. Like, there's no way that that, like, if you look at the millions of mistakes that company has made with their most prime IP, how could, like, the I, idea. I feel the same. I feel like, the same as the, uh, people. Like Atari, technically has a new system coming out soon. Who the fuck has faith what? in that fucking? Yeah, I don't have time to go down the rabbit <laughs> what hole. What you gotta go fucking release Pitfall, motherfucker? <laughs> it's got no game. Uh, I can't. I actually. I cannot. Yeah, talk they gonna about fucking it right fix now. ET. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you gonna be paying fucking seventy dollars for Spy vs. Spy in two thousand twenty? <laughs> Holy shit! They, they can release the 360 oh, as a new console and stupid and ass work. video games. <laughs> Again, what worked in eight, 1989 might not work in 2021, and it, it didn't work it then, motherfucker. Then. It's why you're gone. It's why you're out. Um, what else got fucking? Cause what else got trashed? So uh, like trashed or delayed? No, like what else? Like. This last generation. What else I mean, is like? I mean, okay. Dead, Dead, Dead Space didn't even get a chance to come out on PS4. Oh, yeah, yeah, Dead Space 3, um, a lot of people didn't like as much, which I enjoyed it. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I never played it. I've never played any of the Dead Space games because I'm a little scared. Yeah. Oh, did you see they announced... Uh... Yeah, but you watched Danielle go through all that hell. Yeah, I did. That was a good time. Yeah, uh, speaking of horror games, they just announced the new game that Mick Gordon, the Doom guy, uh, the game that he's working on. That's tight. The, it's like a first-person horror game. I'm going to try to find what it was called. Hold on. Okay, so I'm going to spitball here. Um, Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. has probably shown the most either courage or downright audacity to <laughs> continue to get worse and worse and worse, but continue to just shove it itself down people's throats and keep coming. Yeah, like I don't know. I, I, if y'all, if people are buying this game that much that they keep having the budget to be like, oh yeah, here we come again. We gotta. Run. It's it's some, it sucks. Some, apparently, like the last one, people really loved. Crackdown. Crackdown was a phenomenal game. Two oh, was and three was. I'm pretty sure. Um, three was Crackdown one <laughs> at sixty percent power. There you go. What um, about uh, what about um Dead Rising? Did that? Did that last one do Dead that? Rising has still been doing well. People like the people. It's a smaller community. Like not a lot of people pay for Dead. Not a lot of people buy Dead Rising. I don't believe. But the people who play it really enjoy it. Um, Konami. there was another big one. Konami Fucking... basically committed suicide on this gen. What's that? I say Konami basically like shot themselves in the head. Oh, yeah. this whole time. Oh, totally. Fucking. Just think about all the. The fucking Metal Gear Survive thing. Best console generation, my ass. Dude, fucking Fable. Ooh. Rough. A lot of people liked Fable 3, but look at after Fable 3. What the fuck are they doing with that license? It's That's worse than Metal Gear Survive. At least they made kind of a game out of it. <laughs> Fable, Fable was like beat bopping back and forth through different types of games. They're like, we have VR. We have a card game. We're going to make another game. Psych, we're not making another game. Mm-hmm. Like... Is it, was it, was the fucking seventh gen just a giant party and we're in the hangover where nobody knows like what they're doing? You wake up and you realize there was nine Assassin's Creed games in four years. You're like, what the fuck happened? Are you, are you serious? No, but there was a lot, dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, well, I mean think, think of, there's a ton of Assassin's Creed games that, that like got like shit on until like the new weird, like yeah. God of War style one. Yeah, it didn't. It, I don't think it shot itself in the foot or got driven into the dirt or anything. It just kind of fizzled out. 
But the entire Guitar Hero Rock oh, Band oh, era. Oh, totally. This is dude. something I wanted to bring up. Have you guys... Did you play the relaunch of uh, Guitar Hero? No. no. Where they did the new guitar? If we were going to talk about most disappointing games... Oh, it did fucking the, come out with like a dumbass new guitar. So here's the thing. for You know, when you play Guitar Hero, you got the five buttons, right? Yeah. Now you've got six buttons in two different rows. Guitar Hero Live, okay. And that sounds like, oh, like gameplay innovation. But yeah. is there anyone on the fucking planet that wanted you to innovate in Guitar Hero by changing the guitar? No. There's no one. And the real reason that that game totally fucking sucked my fat ass was because not only do they, they give you these two rows of buttons, but they try to keep the same UI, basically, which is and a horrible up way. up and down. Yeah, it's up and down. And they, oh, so there is like a f- white and black. Yeah, and so there's the okay. the black rows, the top row of buttons, the white rows, the bottom row. Um, and if and, the note is white on the left fret, you have to hit that. Or if yes. it's black, yeah, gotcha. Okay, yes. that but, sounds like AIDS. And when it's scrolling at you, it's just it's it's horrible communication of the data that you need to play the fucking game. Oh, horrible, 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 worse than playing Ikaruga. Dude, it is bad. No joke. It ruined, that game ruined a very important music business-related opportunity for me. Playing that game, where my old band was staying at this nice house with uh, these two dudes that ran a management company that we were um, Uh gonna go with. And me and the guy that ran the company got in a massive fucking argument about (laughs) how that game is shit. And about how, and he was like, "No, man. All basically, the crux of the argument was oh. him saying all Guitar Hero is good, and me saying you are brain dead." Oh. Nice. And uh, uh, they he changed ne- it to they call it Hero Power. Oh, what well, when Star Power when you lift the fucking controller? No, the like the bridge says yeah. Hero Power. Is that just a big button you press now, dude? I don't. Fu- I, I'm looking at one of the guitars right here, and on the bridge it says Hero Power instead of Star. But you never even said Star Power. You just lift. Dude, dude, um, I hate I hate everything about my, it. My last day of work, I bought those guitars, <laughs> and <laughs> and I and I I had to pass on all of them because they were infested with bugs. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't shock so, me that they can so, get inside so, of those things. So yeah, um, in case you ever want to buy guitar controllers because they're expensive now, I want to get back into like the nostalgia. Those things are fucking nests. For bugs jesus um and n64s so be careful with those yeah. i've heard that with n64s <laughs> i believe that the i've N64, also heard plenty of people that have ps4s with the same problem the Sorry, n64 the uh n64 and the 360 for because for some fucking reason well the 360 generates a ton of fucking heat and it's got a lot of uh there's like a the trays like very open mm-hmm. like those little slits so uh-huh. that that one the, those two specifically and I, i've never run i've never run into a, a ps4 one but the uh, ps3 definitely that one definitely is also a nest so if you guys i don't know i don't even know how i got here but yeah be careful <laughs> no dude i i think you're a, a um i'm not i guess i shouldn't get too personal but if you think that this generation with like because here's the thing here's what i love about this console generation is this has been some of the worst eight years of gaming for me (laughs) it might be because how i stay so heavily like 
how I'm, how much uh, I pay such close attention to the behind the scenes. I barely play video games. I'm literally I've been playing League of Legends for fucking eight years. I pay so much attention though to development processes and what developers are saying and shit that I see where people's heads are at in the development world, and it's cancer. Because, you know, like you tell me all the time, Tom, is like, people need to make money. People are worried about money. Nobody's going to want to do shit if they're not getting paid. And there's a lot of fucking different things. But, like, it's not that we're getting a full video game and now we're paying for the DLC. We're not getting a full fucking video game. But we're about to be, they're about to up the money $10 in the next gen. And we're still not getting a video game. So I think the best thing that happened this console generation, even though I've had a blast playing a lot of things this generation, the best thing that's happened is in the past like year, year and a half maybe, is gamers have really started opening up and saying like, are you fucking kidding me? Why do we need to pay $25 every single time we pay $60 for a game to get the rest of the game? The game is not here. We used to get this, now we don't. Which, that's what scares me about Halo Infinite. Is that they're like, hey, multiplayer's free. Oh, now now they have all excuses in the world. Because, like, I can hate Valorant, but it's a free game. But the goddamn gun skin is $35. Mm-hmm. You realize, I've already spent, like, $150 on fucking Valorant buying goddamn gun skins. That's kind of the model that works. Because people who enjoy the game, they're gonna get... 10 times the dollar out of them than people who don't, you know? And how do you, does it, what works? Selling 6 million copies at uh, $60 or putting it out for free, charging people who want to play it $10 every couple of months because they get a battle pass or they get to fucking play on this new map or some shit. That's what, like, everything we're starting to see. Like, I used to bitch. I used to bitch. I was like, why the fuck is every game $60? How come people are paying $60 to play the fucking order for four hours? I was upset. When I was a kid, I was upset because I paid $60 or $50 for Half-Life 2. This day and age, I can appreciate it a lot more. Back then, I couldn't because I worked at Sonic, and it was like $60 was a big fucking deal. Nowadays, I'm like, you motherfuckers deserve that. But this day and age, I'm like, why the fuck is it? Like when Overwatch was 40 bucks or whatever, dude, that is tight. That is fucking tight. When Mm -hmm. games come out and they're like, like Mortal Shell. Mortal Shell, what day is it? Yeah, Mortal Shell comes out in like a week. And they're like, it's probably going to be about 40 bucks. I have no idea how long it's going to be. I know the quality of game because I played the demo and it felt good. I got a really good impression out of it. And they're saying that's 40 bucks. That's fucking tight. Developers are starting to get it. People aren't fucking, like, if you're not Call of Duty, if you're not fucking some Star Wars game, People are really not putting up with, hey, here's $60 for a shitty game, and yeah, I'll pay $25 for the Battle Pass. So developers will start this, like, revolution of, fuck you, we're not doing it. Because it's been such shit. It's been such a horrible generation that it's forced even the most casual players Mm -hmm. to be like, hey, this is fucking stupid. That's fucking stupid. Like, yeah, when you had the people that really paid attention eight years ago, nine years ago, that are really fucked up over microtransactions, different things like that, because they know the bigger problem that could have occurred, and it occurred. Not getting. The game you bought, the disc you paid for, has files that you paid for on that disc that you have to pay $25 to access. Like Street Fighter and all that shit, man. That was a huge thing. Let me ask you, what, what do you think is the bigger sin? The on-disc DLC of Street Fighter, or 
when Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 came out and the only thing that was on the disc was the demo. And technically <laughs> you had to <laughs> technically you had to down you didn't have to pay extra, but you did have to download the rest of the game. Wow. Describe to me um describe to me Street Fighter. Like I don't I don't know what happened with that. I don't oh, okay. do the fighting game thing. So basically like a lot of the characters from a like a pass or whatever were already on the disc like their data was stored you like people broke into the game and yeah. actually like played and tested them out yeah but they were they were fully they were functional yeah it, it, but they, they were made pre-launch and everything but you could not actually you had to buy how them. many characters were unlocked in the beginning um i don't remember because street fighter 5 has like 20 different versions now but okay. uh the first base version of the game um it had you know over to like the normal roster which is like 12 to 15 or whatever and uh uh-huh. um now it's so crazy it's so crazy because like mortal Kombat has like what 60 marvel vs. capcom has like fucking 100 motherfuckers how how much was street fighter uh, it came out like 60 still I, i'm trying let me look up exactly yeah. exactly i, oh, yeah. I personally it, it came out at 60. I, what's that Street Fighter definitely came out at sixty dollars. I remember that. I yeah, personally yeah. believe that's a bigger sin than the Tony Hawk one because, yeah. again, like I fully believe that Microsoft was just way too jump the fucking gun with this goddamn. Like there are two hundred and fifty dollar collectors editions that you get a digital code for. Mm-hmm. Like you being a collector and all this shit, at least Tony Hawk gave you the fucking benefit of here. Here is a disc, you know, for your collection or anything. It's still fucking outrageous that they couldn't just transfer the fucking file over. Like, what? Why? You know? Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, that's. The and that leads you to fucking ask, what all, you know, are that, we. That, that, that happened in Marvel vs. Capcom as well. Uh, like the. Oh, an infinite? One? Yeah, where, like, they were locking the character. It was, a, it was a big Capcom thing. That's what Capcom. They were getting fucking flamed, dude. Like, super hard in the beginning because they were doing all these, Good. like, schemes. And, like, and then the other. One of the more recent ones was when you buy, um, when you buy on the Switch like the Mega Man, uh, you at Legacy Collection, at, at Legacy Collection uh, they they put the first game on the cart, but you have to download the second one. When you know you could have put both oh, of them, wow. you could have Resident put both Evil of them in Revelations. Same. So thing. if you don't have internet connection, you don't get that game. Yeah, or and if, if you, you buy a basic, used copy. Yeah, if you have a shit connection. If you, oh, or use copy to yeah, that's true. That's what I'm so like this was Cap Capcom has been doing like Was that specifically done to prevent used game sales? Here, I think. Here's the I I'll give you the Capcom excuse. The Capcom excuse, at least with the Switch specifically, is that since it's on carts, it's cheaper to produce a cart that has less storage space. Like basically it's cheaper to produce an eight gig cart than that it is a thirty two yeah. gig cart. So they were saying that's why. But we are talking Super Nintendo and PlayStation 1 games. Yeah. <laughs> we are talking for, games like, that have a file in, size as low as anywhere between 100 megabytes and 500 megabytes. Exactly. <laughs> and then you see... Which is, I, a, which is a flash drive. I know. I know from I've, 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. And, and I know there's different sizes of the cards, but like, you know, with, they managed to put... Witcher three on a cart and, and well Zelda. yeah that's so, it's like, not it's not, not that it's impossible it's that it's cheaper and that all the yeah you can you can, that ex- you can fit and also the you can't exterior. fit Witcher three on a lot of SD cards and that's essentially what a cartridge is so I yeah. get that yeah like and, not all cartridges are the same yeah but the, no matter what they say the side benefit is that they could 
they can I don't control think the they produce market. a cartridge for the Switch that doesn't have that amount of storage for it. No, they do. They do. They the I think the biggest Switch cartridge that a, a game five, can really? be on is a 62 gig cartridge. No, I'm saying I don't believe they. I I might have said it wrong. I might might have meant small. I don't believe they produce Nintendo Switch cartridges in mass with as limited as 500 megabytes of storage on them. Yeah, I mean that's fair. Yeah. Um, I think the whole thing is like, uh, but I, uh, yeah, I think that whole Street Fighter is... is more at fault than Tony Hawk. But, but it, it's cra- it's crazy with uh because I be- if I'm if I'm mistaken here, the Legacy Collection of Mega Man uh is on the 3DS. It's all of them. Yeah. Uh. Well, that's just the Legacy Collection, not the Mega Man X Legacy. Collection. Oh. Okay. 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 Um. Do y'all think? Um, games should be compared to other games in its format and similarity as far as value. Uh, how do you mean? Like, what I say that is, so Street Fighter V comes out. Um, it's got 12 characters on release. It's $60. It's, you know, a competitive fighting game. And there's 50 characters behind a $5 paywall apiece. Um, Marvel vs. Capcom, you know, one, I, I, Marvel vs. Capcom 3 comes out, same thing, $60, has 100 characters, competitive, you know, spastic-ass fucking fighting game. Do you think it should, you should fault Street Fighter because other games like that give you so much more, um, of... So much more of the similar content. I, this this per- is a loaded question, and I love how you loaded it. Absolutely, okay. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. I think I, I think that's part of uh, just being competitive. And yeah, fu- and it's part and of fuck gener- like fighting. basing value. That's I guess that's the only. Yes, way I think you I think you're making a a, you're yeah. making a perfectly valid argument. Okay, Street Fighter Five launched with sixteen. I'm looking up how many characters are on the final version of the game right now. Um, because yeah. be, and, and, and an even crazier. Next year, they're still rolling the game out. There's new characters coming out next year, so like they're like talking about like the whole rollout for everyone and blah blah blah. This is um, why fighting games are fucking terrifying, man. Because they net you net they never end. And but that's the thing, like I, I guess like okay, there's 35 now. Fuck. Yeah, like I guess if you, because I love the idea of Killer Instinct, because Killer Instinct was free. You got one or two fighters that's, or some shit. That, that's really, really well received even today. People are playing it because that's the best net code in any fighting game. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. But it's it's crazy because, like, Killer Instinct was free. Every fighter was, I believe, $5. That's, to me, that's awesome. But I also understand that it's hard to probably turn a profit off of everybody just downloading the game and then never playing it again. And then serious players, you know, they might... Your serious players will probably download everything. Like like in League, you know, you're fucking... You have probably hundreds of thousands or millions of people buying a lot of skins. And they buy... Or, like, if you play the game enough, you can just afford every character. And there's, like, 150 champs. But, um... You know, Killer Instinct, maybe the vast majority of people playing the game might spend 15 or $20 on it. So, now, you know, like... You're looking at, oh, we made this full game that other people are charging $60 and then some for, and you only got 20 bucks. See, I miss the days on the PS2 when you unlock them through gameplay. 
that stuff was fun because like hey, that's what then that's what we were talking about like with shooters yeah you I like unlock the shoot the, the you unlock the costumes you unlock the fucking little top hat you unlock the gun skins yeah. because you played the game exactly. you didn't have to fucking pay for it that it sucks that those days are probably gone because now you can just release i would rather pay 60 dollars and get a fun reward dude rainbow six vegas such a sick ass reward system such a sick ass progression system i've talked about this before nowadays oh okay i pay this amount of money and now i'm just fucking shoot getting 10 headshots and i get what i want but i wouldn't get that if i didn't pay the 10 bucks or whatever that it just i hate it um Um, speaking of games that like shit the bed over the course battlefield would be considered one of those too Oh like, yeah, like wow. it rebounded. I mean, I think a lot. Most of those shooter series are up there. I'm sorry, Bert. Good. No, you're good. You're good. I, Battlefield definitely isn't what it used to be. 360 days. Battlefield three and Battlefield four came out on the 360 and Xbox One. It, it, it was a bad start right there because Battlefield four was completely broken when it launched for Xbox One and PS4. Like you could barely play it. You could barely fucking get a match in, and the servers were fucked. But um. Then, you know, you had... Battlefield's been kind of rocky, I guess, because Hardline and all that shit, that was on the 360. But it had... Like, a Battlefield had more... Battlefield came out just as much as Goddamn Assassin's Creed, I feel. But when you're looking at Bad Company, Bad Company 2, Modern Combat, or whatever... You want to know how many Assassin's Creed games there have been? Uh, 13. I counted. Hosian, what do you think? I'm going to say 15. 15? Bert, you got 13? I'm not counting Valhalla. There have been 22. <laughs> I forgot about the mobile. Is one. that worse than Kingdom Hearts? This, dude? This, this, this is including a couple, but this—that's not including re-releases. That's just new games, but also including a couple. It looks like there's been th- four, uh, no, three mobile exclusive games included in there. So even if you take those away, there's. Uh, you know, but it, and even then, that's like resources. Yeah, it might not be the same team that's working on it. But that's money from, like, whatever licensing department they have that could be put towards actually creating a quality product. Yeah. But they don't want to do that. There was a, Can you believe it, man? Fuck. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I had to look this up again because um, I remember this being a thing. I can't find the exact article here, but Battlefield 1, you know how they have, like, special edition, ultimate edition, and, like, super fan edition. What You know how they always have different tiers? Yeah, there was yeah. where there was the one that came with the guy on the horse, um, and I think um, I think it's that one. Apparently, it was like the most expensive one with the season pass, but it didn't actually come with the game. Yep. Yep. Fuck. Was that? Am I right on that? Okay. I don't know if you're right on that, but I remember like very vividly. Um, like I, I said that a second ago, there was like $250 collector's editions. Some of them got digital games. That, I remember the Battlefield or some game didn't even have the fucking game. Yeah, that's... That the was game it. was not included in the... Spe- like, what are we doing? You can have the horse. Bro, we're buying fucking Battle Bucks <laughs> It's or a statue at that point. Just release a fucking statue, dude. I got this fucking Conquer statue in the mail. It's the coolest thing ever. I paid $500 for this fucking thing. Oh I will God. buy your fucking product. But... Why, dude? Why are you fucking releasing this as a special edition of the game, but it doesn't have the fucking game? You want to know what's crazy? Assassin's Creed 1 released in April of 2008. One year after, one year and some change, or no, almost a year after, Bioshock 1 released. There have been three Bioshocks. (laughs) 20-some-odd Assassin's Creeds. Put, like... 
Ubisoft can. I don't know. It makes me feel like, like the and I mean obviously this is kind of a fucking dumb thing to say. And it obviously there are companies here that just want to milk as much fucking shit money using the shittiest tricks as they fucking can. You're looking at EA, Ubisoft nowadays, and I hate it because Ubisoft was such a fucking cold ass fucking company dude they did up, so much bad up, ass shit. remember splinter cell multiplayer dude oh. spies versus mercs that was some of the funnest fucking times in the world dude yeah up until maybe halfway through the ps3 360 generation ubisoft was like it was still like a tastemaker company that you trusted you know i will say like since i guess like this all is a part of the equation of be- like eighth gen being the best console generation or something like that um, and I mean, all of this is great because we're talking about the eighth gen specifically, but I firmly believe, um, Xbox PS2 and the GameCube era was the golden age or the best fucking age in video games because I can agree. They all did their own thing. Well, like Nintendo's fucking GameCube lineup speaks for itself. Xbox came out and they were that more mature platform. They wanted to gear themselves to a more mature audience. And, and they the on- online very- in general, they killed it. Oh, they, they fucking murked the online community, dude. Like, yeah. you literally paid 50 bucks for an Xbox Live starter kit. And then just 50 bucks a year. It came with a headset. It came with all this shit. Rainbow Six, another Ubisoft, Tom Clancy deal. It came with the fucking headset. And these headsets were good. They were decent quality. They could take some abuse. The headset that comes with the Xbox One? Dude, ugh, that thing is... Uh, that thing's like a fucking twist tie. That thing sucks, and it doesn't twist. I've tried it. Um, <laughs> then don't even bring up the PS4 fucking little thing. <laughs> yeah, and then the uh-huh. PS2, dude. Like, PS2 era. And, like, everything it fucking did. Like, it was a more mature PS1. And, dude, holy shit. It was like growing up with the system at the same time. It's like mm-hmm. like when, like when you, you were all about PS1, but when you hit that age, PS2 was there for you, yeah, too. It went, it went with you, yeah. yeah exactly. Oh my god, like every everything I think about all that like it was such a fucking such so just hitter after hitter and everybody there were new things being done and they were being done very fucking well. Yeah. You know, like I it's it's hard to think about shit like and obviously I was 10 11 years old yeah. when all this was going on but oh man dude, see, it, was, it, it seems like nowadays like there's more like it's just like the needle in the haystack. You have to like dig through more to find the thing that really hits you like when second well, came out and like stuff like that like you're like oh there's the fucking one dude like that's I, the unfortunate thing is when in that that age it was still where you, you could only hear about so many things because number one uh the way we were hearing about games at that point was still pretty reliant on printed media so that's the only, so number one you're you're limited to the, to the amount of shit you're finding out about and just like you only have so much brain capacity i mean now I- you just hear like you you can you know about every even all the pieces of shovelware shit you can find out every detail you want to know about them three months before they come out on top of that like back then you can't just put a game out and be like oh we're gonna patch it next week sorry about that thing it was like you couldn't do that like so they they were you were getting these full game experiences without having to worry about downloading a patch like on the ps2 you can't fucking do that so yeah, like, and if it was broken, it was hilarious. And it got fuck, and and it's become it's an iconic thing to think about. Like, oh, remember when that game literally launched broken? It's stuck like that forever. Like, mm-hmm. uh, can you imagine someone patching out something like Misigno from Pokemon? You can, oh God, dude. We we wouldn't have 
a third of the gems in gaming that we have nowadays or, you know like the fucking yeah. or, or like all those like oblivion glitches like the horse walking on the like i feel like the classic like all your base are belong to us yeah. like that would become a meme the nowadays and they would fix it they change it you know they would like, oh our game isn't being taken serious yeah, I mean, um, well, Xbox is, is all about the meme. Because they're like, yeah, we got a fridge. Yeah, because they're oh, fucking hosed. Um, well, okay, so we all agree that this is not the best console generation of all time. I think we just kind of agreed on our opinion. but I would agree it's the worst. You th- So you think out of all the console generations, this is the worst one. Or do, let's let's not go with all. Let's go through the last, the last three, the ones where we were the most sentient. Um, so we have... PS3, 360, and the Wii, Wii U. Yep. Wii U kind of bear, you know, borders on those two. But um, before that, it was play PS2, Xbox, GameCube. Yep. And before that, Sega Dream. Well, Dreamcast. Well, Saturn. we're not we're not even going before that. So we're oh, before that, a hundred fucking percent. Because okay. in that era, you have my favorite, obviously, which is six gen Xbox, GameCube, PS2, PS2. That's just such a beautiful fucking trifecta. Um, then the next one after that, like, my favorite era was before that, but the 360 was the most complete gaming experience I've ever had in my life. That's fair. And I think a big part of that comes from how many friends and people I could interact with on, you know, online and on these online games that were the best ever. That probably birthed the kind of gamer and social person that you became. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you can think like some of the things the 360 did, like, I don't know if I mentioned this last time I wanted to, but like the Netflix party, dude. Oh, yeah, you did. Fucking 10 years later, Amazon, Hulu, Netflix, all these people are making extensions where you can watch them with your friends and you'll stay on the same timing and everything like that. 360 did that, and their excuse for getting rid of it was that the code wasn't fucking, like, on an update, the code didn't agree with it. Well, fucking fix it. I think I said this exact thing last time, and I'm like, that was just a taste of the idiocy that we're about to step into in the next generation. And that, the crazy thing about that with Xbox Live is, like, all those cool features that you just, like, like smoothly went into, like the Netflix party, or how, mm-hmm. how all you had to do was hit the home button and, like, drop into a party chat with no fucking... Turning gear. the console like, on all, with the remote. All that stuff, mm-hmm. all that stuff that just somehow... Like, it was just like, hey, this is just part of it. Like, that's, like, the bragging points of, like, how Amazon... They're like, you can watch it with friends now. Look, blah, blah, blah. And Xbox was just like, it's just there, man. Yeah. No, dude, when I found out, um, and how easy, like, wireless connectivity wasn't this easy in the Xbox original. Like, it, it was all breakaway cables and shit. Like, props to Xbox, because that was a fucking fantastic idea that was revolutionary but i mean like we only got a few years of it and then the 360 comes out and it's such perfect wireless technology their fucking bluetooth headset was one of the coolest things i've ever fucking used the the controller like literally being able to grab my controller and turn it on from the controller just holding the button dude that was the best thing in the world like it's the little things like that you know and like um, having having an actual good ui like like going like like, and, and it only got worse and that's Dude, what the fuck are we doing? Like, 
Jonathan Blow mentioned this in one of his fucking speeches, how, like, it's just getting worse because people aren't being educated on the foundations and the fundamentals. I think that's the biggest point out of any of it is that nobody gives a shit about the fundamentals. Nobody, like, you're learning land navigation. Oh, we have a GPS. Well, you need to learn how to, like, fucking, you need to learn how to work this map. You need to learn how to work this compass. You need to learn how to work this fucking ruler. All this shit. The building no, blocks we, why would I do that when I have a GPS? Why would I do that when I have an interface? face that does everything for me because there's going to be flaws and you're not going to know how to fix them mm-hmm. and now we're here that's what the building blocks are all about and that's why like some games continue to climb and like or, or like developers continue to make more like fresh experiences you know like uh you know dark souls Sekiro, bloodborne all that and like then you have other games are just like fuck well why didn't it work i don't know let's just do it again and hope it works again the same exact way and that's why you see all these fucking games fall flower. They just don't listen to people, too, at the same time. They're so, like, far removed. They don't listen to people, and it also doesn't help. And, I mean, I, I can't, in this day and age, when there's so many things going on politically, like, video games really don't mean a goddamn thing in the grand scheme of things. Like, everybody, there's people fucking dying, oppression, all these horrible fucking things. I wholeheartedly understand video games don't mean a goddamn thing. Yes, it helps us with all our anxiety. Yes, it helps us with depression and it gives us a happy place and a safe place and a place to connect with friends. All that, like, I am not, like, taken away from so much, but it doesn't help when fans and consumers do not voice so much. And like I said, we're we're here in this past year and a half or so where people, casual fans and casual consumers of video games are starting to voice... They're starting to see because it's so blatant now. Hey, this is fucked up. Why is this like this? Oh, because there's been this small group of gamers been pissed off and screaming about it for so long. And that same thing can be said about politics and race relations and everything. But, like, when it gets so fucking blatant, when it gets so goddamn in your face that, like, the shit that's going on in the fucking White House and stuff right now in America, now everybody's coming out. And they're like, when the fuck did this start? It's been going on this whole time. But if you're not paying attention, you'll fucking miss it and think life's fine. And just like the video and it's like the video game world. Everybody's like, oh yeah, another 20th Assassin's Creed. Hell yeah, I can't wait to play Assassin's Creed. And then they get it and they're like, oh, well, I don't know about this. I don't know about that. I had this friend. Um, and this kind of reminded me of the guy Tom brought up with that thought the eighth generation was the craziest one because oh there wasn't all this shooting multiplayer you know like i had a friend that worked at gamestop um he was a cool little dude you know he was fucking just a chill dude he's a little younger than me but like every time i would have an opinion on a game he'd spring into action in my dms and try to defend it and i'm like did this happen to you recently no he hasn't talked to me in a few years because i i got really mean to him um so (laughs) shocking what's that nothing Bert. okay so he he like he would come to defend the game he games that weren't out yet and this is the big problem i had with it games that weren't fucking out yet i would like make a comment about him on instagram or something and he'd dm me and be like but 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 i'll be like dude why are you praising the game before it's out why are you throwing your money at them before they've shown you that, hey, this is going to be a quality product? You're ignoring all the red flags. You're ignoring the common fucking signs that happen in a development process that show that the developer is being lazy or just thinking about getting the cheapest dollar or the fucking cheapest way to get a dollar out of its fucking customers. You're not demanding greatness 
for the price that they're charging you. Yeah. If they're giving you free shit, fuck it, dude. Swallow it all fucking day. I'm not. I, what can I say? Hold on. They're they're not they're not charging me. But yeah. they're saying, hey, you owe us this much for this if you want to fucking experience this. And all they're doing is cheapening the video game experience. All they're doing because like we were talking about com comparisons to value, and that's what decides the industry. If you got games that are four-hour-long campaigns, shoot-in multiplayer, sure, fucking dog shit, like, they don't work. The multiplayer just doesn't work. They're coming out unfinished. Grand Theft Auto V, your fucking multiplayer was broken for three days, and you didn't give people fucking heist that you promised on launch for a year and a fucking half. That's $60. That's the bar. That's the average. Everybody's like, oh, we can ship now. We don't have to delay because every game ships broken. We'll fucking fix it in post and then a lot of other things. That is the line they're saying this is the normal and everybody else is going to get away with it. Because you are not questioning and you are not demanding that developers do. You're pre-ordering the fucking game. You're throwing your dumbass $60 to them and you're like, oh, I know. I, I, I just give it to me. I'll pay whatever. I don't care if it's broken. I don't care if you didn't put any time and effort into it. I don't care if yeah. there's $25 worth of paywall DLC season pass bullshit. I don't care if there's a quarter of a game here for $60. I will give you my money because I'm a fucking shill. And, and that whole thing reminded me, like you said, the friend that you had that would defend stuff before it comes out, dude. Like, best game, best like generation, bro, you had games like Evolve. And worst of all, dude, Anthem <laughs> is exactly what you're talking about, Bert. Where, like, they were just like, oh. like, dude, I saw so many people defending a game like that before it even came out. They were like, no, man, this is the one. Y'all are sleeping, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, the game came out, looked like a shitty diaper. Mm -hmm. And 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 then people were like, oh, that's because it's, 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 they go, it's like this new program where they, like, fix the game as the game goes on, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh. bro, are you fucking oh, kidding me? Fucking gay. Bro. Yeah, dude, that you're paying $60 <laughs> for, motherfucker. It'll be better. Yeah, It'll... yeah early access, right? Okay. And they, like, they, they fucking market it, like, in this, like, they call it, like, live progression development you know god. like it, fucking oh god whenever any ass. company announces their fucking their post-release roadmap and then inevitably uh -huh. they fall behind <laughs> on the post-release roadmap and then there's the roadmap to getting back onto the fucking roadmap they like like and like dude when anthem had got anthem <laughs> when anthem had gotten announced Oh, Anthem was that game with the giant, like, roadmap or, like, how to play yes, Anthem. Anthem was the roadmap yeah, and the roadmap to getting <laughs> it, back onto the roadmap. It was, it was Anthem and Destiny. They were the roadmap guys. Yeah. They were okay, the big so ones. The Anthem, Anthem gets announced, right, at E3. And I see a fucking trailer that is... They, it's like they fucking wanted to hit four different fucking trends. You know, I see him open, this guy has armor, and there's just LEDs with too much of a bloom effect everywhere. Because people have to have fucking LEDs, and LEDs are cool. He's wearing armor, he's got a bright blue light shining out of his ass. I, like, dude, you have to see through this shit. It's one thing if, like, Spider-Man gets announced, and Spider-Man's flying across the fucking map. Cool, dude. Spider-Man is fucking awesome. Spider-Man yeah, has stood the test of time. Yeah, Spider-Man has had so many different illustrators and authors writing shit about him he's done such awesome things and he's still a badass character spider-man is fuck dude show me spider-man i'll get excited same but now there's this jackass in a suit and he's got a blue light with just a fucking bloom effect 
turned up to 20 goddamn thousand, shining out of his fucking ass, and his eyes, and his tits. Everything's a fucking LED. And that's exactly what Anthem fucking debuted as. Then what does he do? Oh, he's, he flies. Oh, so now we're flying. Now, now I can fly. I can fly in the game. I don't want to play that shit. Got a grapple hook problem. Okay, now what do we do? Oh, we, they gotta be an open world. There's gotta be like waterfalls and trees and shit. So now we're an open world. Now, now we're we can fly around this beautiful open world, and that's what people want to fucking play. Mm -hmm. It's online from the fucking get go, dude. I was like, dude, what? The, I, I felt like somebody. I felt like somebody just like tried to drag their balls across my fucking face. I feel like somebody had just this sweaty ball sack, and they wanted me to lick it. So instead of just showing it to me, they drug it all across my face. Because I was like, are you... And everybody's going nuts. So many friends of mine are like, I can't wait for Anthem. I can't wait for this. And I'm like, why? 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 Why are you not smarter? Why don't you see this fucking trick? It's, why don't you fucking see, dude? So yeah. my... Um, Bart, my, do you need to stop and drink some water? All right. Danielle was doing um, Browse in Richmond a couple years ago. And, like, we're all hanging out in the hotel, we're all chilling, it was a couple of the Richmond girls and stuff, and Tori's a fucking huge PC gamer. Her and her whole family, like, they all play World of Warcraft together. They all play, like, Fort Fortnite together. It's so sick. You know, Danny's a fucking awesome uh, Warhammer dude, all this shit. They're, they're gamers, I'll give it to them. Mm -hmm. Tori, at one point, starts talking about how much she, like, cannot wait for Anthem. And I'm like, oh... Oh, you don't want to be stuck in a hotel room with me and have this conversation. Anthem. But, like, I start going over all of this. I'm like, they're just trying. They saw what Destiny did, and now they want to do this. Let's copy something that's they're trying ass. to, like, and they're trying to make it attractive by all of these little trends that they know people shit their pants over. But it's all just face value shit Hot. that you shouldn't get excited over. It's like keywords. Like, exactly exactly and she she was like i don't know we'll see anthem comes out i didn't hear her say a single thing about it and like a couple months after that we were hanging out in person one more time again and uh it might have been at the wedding i asked her i was like how about anthem and she was like <laughs> how about that anthem though i don't i don't want to talk about it like she's like it was it's just it's just terrible it's everything everything is fucked and you're like i've been saying that though <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, that's what i tell everybody i'll be sitting here people think i'm fucking wrong people think that's the, like Dude, when a game comes out and it's fucking good, I'll, I'll be the first to fucking say I've done it plenty of times. I thought this was going to be shit. It was pretty good, but I'm still going to bitch about what I hated. Yeah. Well, Anthem, I, I, Anthem was like one of those huge, like, that was probably the last game I remember the most of, like, people being like, dude, this is going to be the one. Like, dude, like, it's it's online the whole time, no loading, that everyone's squatting yeah. up. And, and I'm like, dude, just play Monster Hunter. It's like... So is cable internet. It, it, I mean, it is crazy to think about with Anthem specifically that everyone who got sold on that game got sold purely on the 30 seconds of the trailer where you get up and fly through the waterfall. And I know Max is listening. And to these are the motherfuckers that want to have a conversation with me. These are the motherfuckers that want to come and justify certain fucking games. Like, I can, like they, they hear my opinion, they're like, this is what I thought about it. I was like, because... There's no reason. If you want to come and have a logistical conversation and be like, here's the pros, here's the cons, this is what I thought about it, that's fine. But like my buddy in Louisiana where GameStop, everything. he just come and be like, well, I mean, I'm still really excited to play it. I don't give a fuck! Turn on. Literally, dude, I don't care that you're excited to play this shit. Why are you talking to me? <laughs> We're not having a conversation. It's just you. It's like you're trying... I, I, it's like I ruined your hype with legitimate arguments, and now you're coming up... 
but I really want to play it. I don't give a goddamn fuck. I know that you know that I have a fucking point now, and you're trying to fucking get through to me that I'm wrong. Well, you're not. Well, all right. <laughs> that well, that basically is how we feel about this generation. That is. This is why everyone should do what I do. You don't buy new games. You buy games from two to three generations back that are as colorful looking as possible, and seven dollars max. Well, not all of us like have ukulele. Not all of us have a leapfrog machine. This, this podcast would be three years behind if we did that. I fi- hey, man, some people vibe that. Hey, don't get me started on ukulele. They absolutely do. Don't get hosey and started on the leapfrog machine. Don't get me started on ukulele. Don't talk I about actually, that fucking uh, game Hosey, and I did want to say that I tried playing that since it was on Game Pass, and I got about 30 minutes into it before I gave up. Yeah, because 30 minutes into it, you are you haven't done shit. You're like, what, what yeah, am you, I doing? Yeah, you've seen the game and that there's nothing to see. You're like, oh, cool. Like This kind of is nostalgic because I like banjo. Turn off. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That's how, here. This that's the real reason why this console generation was shit is because it was also supposed to be the revival of all the things that we loved. It might be, as kids, it, 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 and instead it all got fucking shit on. And let's let's see what happens next. But yeah, like there was a lot of like scheming around, like how are we gonna like try to get the most out of people? How are we gonna like, uh, you know, like dude, like like GTA Five. It continues to be like the best selling game, and it's guys everyone plays online. They make more money. From the online that's why they don't need to make a gta 6 right now they don't like everything is going in that direction it's like dude like why do these why if they're making more money doing this what's the point i mean if the if the memes of all the hilariously shitty deaths that can happen in that game on the online mode keep hitting 40 billion likes on twitter why make a new game also this this generation let's not forget they they all the consoles had like twitch on it because you can all be streamers now Oh yeah, now everybody's a fucking streamer. It's as easy as pressing the button. Now now my Bert's fucking famous. <laughs> and all this shit. He's got friends in fucking third world countries or fans in third world countries asking him to explain sex. No, that was I mean I dude I'm I'm just kidding. <laughs> I like we're getting back in the streaming because Danielle's been working a lot out of town, but Of course. We're streaming again this Thursday. Yeah, um, you better be. I've been fucking paying this sub fee. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I've got the giveaways ready to fucking go, dude. I haven't. I don't lie. I, got, <laughs> I don't lie. I'm still doing the giveaways, even though I haven't been streaming. I don't. Um, I don't have a job anymore. It's five dollars, man. I, there it's... you go. It sucks because, like, like, dude, like, once quarantine ending, I know like a lot of people that were hanging out and really making the experience fun, like outside of the Twitch and gaming world are, like, not coming back as a viewer and, like, hanging out in the chat because quarantine's kind of over and they're doing other shit. But I, if if it, if it works out, I would still love to do that because I love streaming and having, playing video games and stuff with Danielle. But at the end of the day, like, if it was just something to help get people through, like, quarantine and shit, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that uh, all fucking day. Like, it was a really fun summer. It was definitely a really fun thing that I, uh... Real, uh, you can ask my girlfriend. I watched every one of them enjoyed uh, enjoyed it a lot. So hopefully you keep going. Yeah, no, we'll definitely definitely keep it going. Cool. Um, well, let's uh now that we've all decided that we're all gonna fucking shoot our PS our PS4s and Xbox Ones with a shotgun, um, Hosian, let's do some Q and A. Alrighty, cool. Let me just pull them up here. All right. So <clears throat> this one is from GS underscore Hernandez, and he asked, "What um he's like." Talk about, you know, we, we briefly touched on this on this episode, but, like, the prices on the next gen, like, how big of a price, to, like, gaps are we going to see compared to this generation, consoles, blah, blah, blah. Like, 
different software and this base media like are is it confirmed that games are going to be more money or is that was that just a rumor it's not so what was it it was some it was it a fifa game that came out and everyone knows it's gonna be 70 bucks oh yeah yeah that was something like that that was like the first thing so there's nothing confirmed because not enough games have actually uh plenty games don't even have street dates let alone uh listings out yet Mm -hmm. but i do think we're gonna see some of the real triple a experiences being listed for 70 dollars uh and that's gonna totally bite ass but also since you see a lot of i think you're gonna see games still releasing at 40 for certain kinds of experiences like certain kinds of indie games or a game like man eater that just came out yeah Stuff like that will continue to come out probably still around 40 bucks for a physical edition. Um, but I, I think we're going to see the $70 uh, game for the, the for the main first-party style titles. I think that's going to be commonplace and it's going to fucking bite. I, per, I think that they'll still be 60 personally. I think that that's kind of... God, like, I hope so. I feel like that's like just as mad as you can get someone. Because it feels they're st- like they're still just fine with doing it, but I feel like if you're paying almost a hundred dollars at that point, I mean you already are almost paying a hundred dollars, but like you're you're so close to it now that like you're like bro, like a system, I could like this is almost a this is like a quarter of how much a system might cost for a game. Dude, so if that happens, Australians are gonna lose their minds because they're already paying around a hundred dollars for. Like for games, so that's just gonna go up for them too, and they're gonna get fucking fisted. Yeah, so I, I think personally, I think that they'll stay at sixty only because I feel like that'll be like a huge like, like, you know, outburst. Like, no, fuck this. But I don't, I don't know. I think sixty is gonna be is gonna just kind of be the consistent price range. I hope so, because otherwise I'm gonna have to fucking double down on Goodwill. You're gonna have to start buying games from four years ago, bro. Fuck, man. <laughs> Probably. Y'all, that's what's gonna be. That's what's gonna be filling all those bins soon. I'm telling you. Y- y'all heard of the PS3? I just picked this thing up. <laughs> Dude, straight. Okay. Um, you got anything to say on that bird or? No. Okay. Ha. So this one is from Hideous Strength. He says, "What games have made you physically break an object out of frustration?" I. I have never broke anything out of frustration, so I will let you guys, the White Brothers, answer that one for me. Wow! You've never, wait, Hosey, you've never broken, like you've never broken, and not just game, like game area, but you've never, you've never caused destruction. You've never broken you anything. You've never snapped a drumstick. Oh, I've definitely like like hitting something, playing the, like drums and stuff. Obviously, yeah, that that I've done, but like like fuck, I didn't. Come in first and throw my controller through the roof. <laughs> I've never done okay, something yeah. like that. Okay. Um, shit. I've never... I don't think I've ever thrown... Oh, I can actually tell you a story that's not game-related. Not video game-related, but is gaming-related. Uh, I threw a fucking temper tantrum during a D&D session one time that got me kicked out of a That's D&D understandable. Uh, I had a friend... Uh, who was just kind of like teasing me to my face and it was all in good fun uh and i just i screamed in his face as loud as i could and it freaked everybody out enough to the point where they were like you're not in our D group anymore i was like that's fucking fair that's fine and then i stopped hanging out with pretty much all of those you should have just told them you were under a madness spell uh, I think I tried to come. No, I didn't. I disowned it. Unfortunately. Where did you get plus six throwing daggers? <laughs> what a what a great outro to a friendship. 
Uh, yep. TBH, yeah. But I don't. Th- I've had plenty of like rage quit moments in video games where I'm like, I am fucking done with this. Yeah, so. being uh. done or whatever. But like, like, have you ever like been like, fuck this and punched a hole in your wall? <laughs> no, the only time I ever punched a hole in my wall was when uh, I broke my hand pre-punching the hole in the wall, and I was really mad. I don't remember this happening. My parents just told me the story that they were like, you came home and you found out you had to have surgery on your hand, so you had to cancel a bunch of banned things. And he got really mad and punched a hole in the wall. So, that's my only experience there. I've uh, broken, I've broken a keyboard. I've like just slamming, like hammer fisting in the middle of all the keys. It feels really good <laughs> because like keyboards fly, up. like sh- keys come off really quickly when you start hitting them, and it's the best thing in the world. Just like slamming down, and all these keys come up. So it's nice. Because, like, in the game, I can't control shit teammates and shitty people grieving or fucking trolling or just inting because, you know, they somebody died once or something. Mm-hmm. But I can... It's nice being able to do something and see an effect that I control. And so when slamming my fist on the keyboard and seeing a bunch of keys fly everywhere, I like that. It's calming. <laughs> so that was one. So I broke that keyboard, but, like, that was fine. I need to get a new one anyway. Um, mm-hmm. There's – I only put two holes in my apartment wall when I was in high school, and it was from the same thing. Like, so I, I, I spent a couple weeks playing Guitar Hero 2 for about four hours a night – and it was the same song, Jordan. Oh. I spent a long time the, trying to beat that. Yeah, I one night I gave up. I I just couldn't fucking deal with it anymore. And because that's the thing, like the more you play that, the worse you're gonna get at it. Yeah, because you're not. So you're like not I storm out of the room because you know you get more frustrated because you're not doing as good as you were two hours you're ago. You're losing that focus because you're just exactly. getting fucking fatigued. Yeah. So as like little seventeen year old Bert, you know I don't really fucking. I don't really understand certain things, and I'm fucking just get fucking it up and stuff. So I leave the room one night, and I punch the fucking wall next to my door, and it goes through. Um, but then, like, I was sitting in my chair another night playing it, and I had my right foot propped up cross-legged on my left foot while I was playing on the chair. And same thing, same irritation. And my right foot, I just pick it up and kick through the wall on my left. So those were the only holes I put in the walls. But I've broken a lot of controllers. Just like, just throwing them, fucking getting pissed off at Halo and different things throughout the years. You know, it was, the, it was a lot. There was yeah, one I, moment, there was, I just can't remember, I remember one, my brother, we were playing Smash, I think this is when Brawl came out, so we had the Wii, this was like when mm-hmm. I was 15 or 14 or something. Um, I just kept beating him consistently throughout the night, dude. And he was just getting quieter and quieter and quieter. And then one one time he was just absolutely silent. We were playing, and I beat his ass. And he fucking slammed. It was a GameStop branded GameCube controller. He's oh god. <laughs> well, that's why he was losing. He slammed the controller on the ground so hard that it bounced from the ground and hit the ceiling. And then just and like forever, the controller just stopped working. And the and like when you shake it, it sounded like you're playing maracas. It was like <laughs> I was like holy shit. So that. I didn't do it. My brother did it, but yeah, that was a big rage moment that I remember. Also, he used to punch me when he when I beat him in like Battlefront and shit. Fuck man, and you're <laughs> excited about going to see this guy in a couple of days? Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. He's gonna kill your ass. I remember he punched me in the knee so hard because I beat him. He's like, "Fuck!" I was like, "Dude, my brother used to try to fuck me up when we would play Def Jam Vendetta, and I'd be whooping his ass because <laughs> he's not a real gamer." Yeah. 
Uh, so I get that. All right, what's next? All right, this one's from Maximilian. It says, this is pulled from the question of the day on Discord. It says, was there ever a game or genre of games you were forbidden from playing as a kid? Or were you, oh, all, yeah. or were you always kind of given free reign? Did you sneak gaming sessions? I, I can go on about this one. Anything that was... I was only allowed to play uh, games that coincided with my current age, according to their ESRB rating. So, like, my dad bought... <laughs> uh, or my uncle bought my brother... Uh, this game called like Nuclear Assault or something. It was a helicopter game for PS2 or for PS1, and that started at a at Christmas at my aunt's house. That started a four-hour war between my dad, my uncle, and my older cousin. That just went on and on and on with like it started with like you can't give my son these things. He's too young to like fucking like. You all, like, Dad always said you'd be a fuck-up forever and, like, all, all this kind of, like, super intense shit. So it that kind of thinking really boiled over when my brother convinced my mom to buy him Vice City. And my, mm. my mom didn't know what it was and didn't really understand the ESRB system. And coincidentally, that day, my dad had watched a CNN report on how vulgar Vice City was and how you could kill policemen and kill hookers. And that started another four-hour family debacle where I think my brother ran away. Gaming is awesome. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I was only... So that probably explains why I like the fun, colorful games because that's the only shit I was allowed to play as a kid. I could play Rystar and the, the Sega Genesis uh, McDonald's 2D platformer. That's it. Good platformer. <laughs> yeah. What about y'all? Yeah, um, I... When I was like four i think i don't know why child services came to my house i think it was because my dad kept going to jail like the cops kept having to come for abuse on my mom and that might have one of the cops might have put in an order for child services to come and see us and our situation so you know i had we had a super nintendo and a sega genesis and i we just played games you know i it was as four years old I don't understand why something's bad or why something's good or why something's violent. But, like, um, the counselor came and tried to talk and wanted to talk to us individually. And, like, me and my mom were sitting in the room, my room, while my brother was in the living room talking to this counselor. And uh, I wanted to play Sega. And, like, that was always how my mom kind of, like, corralled us or you know, calmed us down or anything like that. So I was like, you know, trying to play Sega and I went to play Mortal Kombat 3. And my mom was like, we shouldn't play that game right now. And I was like, I literally didn't know why. I was like, why mm -hmm. can't I play this? Like, why? She's like, it's not a good idea. It's this. And I didn't know everything's such a cloud from back then. But I, I remember not being able to play Mortal Kombat. And I was like, why the hell can I play Sonic but not Mortal Kombat? And then so, like, fast forward a couple years... Now we have the Sega channel and, you know, there's new games, new things every fucking couple, every two weeks on it. And like, my parents won't let me know. I'm like, I grew up playing whatever the fuck. I was like five, six, you know, for the past couple of years, I could play anything. And I love Streets of Rage, dude. Streets of Rage was so goddamn sick. But when my parents got divorced, we moved in with my mom's sister who lived with her daughter, I believe. So now we're living around other people and they're obviously they have an opinion on my mom's parenting or anything like that but i want to play streets of rage my mom's like you can't play that i was like 
literally why this doesn't make any sense, you know? And then she wouldn't let us play, like, the Beavis and Butthead game. And it made no sense to me. And I think it made no sense to me because before I could play whatever the hell I wanted. Like, from 2 to 3 to 4 or whatever, we had free reign to play whatever we wanted. And then all of a sudden we're around other people and they're like, you can't play that. That was a really weird, like, feeling, you know? Because when we were, like, good for good behavior or when the other one fucked up, my mom would, like, let the other one or whoever was being good play Streets of Rage for, like, an hour or something. You know, it was, it was the craziest thing in the world being a kid and be like, why one game but not the other? I didn't understand things, you know? Yeah. Um... Otherwise, there was a certain point around 10 or 11, we didn't really ask my parents for shit because they just got mad, but I remember, I guess my dad, we were at the mall one day and he wanted to be nice to me and it was weird. Pretty sure this is like one of the last times me and my dad were hugged because neither of us have emotions. But like, we're at GameStop and like, I, he's like telling me to pick out games that like I might like or something. I don't know why I picked up Fatal Frame. I don't, I mean, I know why I picked up Grand Theft Auto 3. That was like the game. But I pick up Fatal Frame and Grand Theft Auto 3. And my dad like points down to the Rockstar logo. That's the R and the star. Mm. And he's like, <laughs> doesn't that mean restricted? And I was just like, I don't know. You know, knowing that like it was the actual ESRB rating that meant shit. And he would probably seen like strong sexual content, murder, blah, 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 all this shit. But because the face on the fatal frame case looked like Marilyn Manson and my dad was more against like that underground rock and metal culture more than anything he didn't want me doing that so he buys my ass Grand Theft Auto 3 but after they bought me Grand Theft Auto 3 they refused to buy me Grand Theft Auto Vice City my parents were kind of like oh well fuck it I already bought it here Mm. like my brother conned my mom into buying um Limp Biscuits three dollar bill y'all in like 1998 um and like when she saw the fucking parental advisory or whatever on it she i remember her walking up and handing it to my brother and being like if i hear it i'm gonna take it the fuck away (laughs) which is literally like my parents you know they're like pissed off because a song has some f words in it or talking about sex or something but then they come to us and they'll be like like perfect example of i've probably gone over this before i'm playing twisted metal it's sweet tooth intro my dad comes and sits down and Sweet Tooth says, like, shut up and bleed, motherfucker. And my dad's like, that's the way these assholes talk on this game? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, that makes me fucking sick. And I'm like, listen to you. Listen to what I hear every day. But you're mad that the TV says it. Like, what is your fucking problem, dude? Yeah, because why would you blame yourself when you can blame the fucking clown in the car? Holy shit, man. Yeah, and then you look in the mirror and you are the clown in the car. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, dude, so, yeah, I... My life... It was a weird roller coaster I went through with my parents restricting certain things. Same. And it never made any goddamn sense. Um, I, I remember... The first game I ever got for my birthday, on my P- I got a PS2 and a SOCOM U.S. Navy SEALs. My dad, military background, special operations, yeah. but he was like, yeah, man, Rainbow Six, SOCOM, that's cool, man, cool. <laughs> that's what I do, like, type shit. And, like, I remember being like, oh, fuck, man, my dad's let me play these kind of games now. Damn, this will be sick. Um, years later, I was in ninth grade, and oh. I borrowed bully from my friend mm-hmm. dude i go to school 
I come home, my room is t- turned upside down. Because oh. my mom used to, like, if I didn't have, like, a T-shirt folded the right way, it yep. was it was redo the whole room. So I, she was sitting in the middle with all my PS2 games. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and she goes, gas ass doll. She said, what, what is this? And I was like, what? She's like, bully? <gasps> and I was like, yeah, yeah, Jesus. it's uh, Ethan. You let me borrow it. Why you have this in the in this house? Are you trying to learn how to be a bully, dude? I was like, ma, wow. it's the name of the Damn. game. the 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 game is you go to school, and she's like, I don't care. You go to school now. Are you going and starting problems and being a bully? I was like, ma, I played like SOCOM and shit. Like, why are you doing this? And she's mm-hmm. like, she's like, you don't. Get, you're gonna go across the street and give this to him right now. And tell him that you can't ever play this and blah blah blah. Later on, I I got it again from him, but I spent a lot of my uh, uh, first two years of high school playing most of my PS2 games with the volume at like three. Yeah, <laughs> um, I get that. And one of the games I had, and this is another story. I, I might have mentioned it here on the podcast, but like same school year, my friend lets me borrow San Andreas. I'm like, dude, I. Now that I learned about the bully thing, I have to be very stealth about this game. Mm-hmm. I remember <clears throat> my dad walked in. He got home from work. He comes into my room. He goes, what you playing? And right. You're banging a prostitute. No, 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 dude. dude, dude. <laughs> right when I, right when he walks in, I press triangle, man. I get in the fucking car. I go, oh, I'm playing this new racing game. Oh, and he goes, oh, okay. What's it called? I'm like, oh, it's, it's, uh, I was like, fuck. Uh, GTA. Yeah. I was like, GTA. He goes GTA. What's that mean? I was like, I don't know. It's just an. I think it's Gran Turismo Automotive. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I don't know. He was like, you kill people in this game. I'm like, no, no. This is. I was like, I was like, yeah, they have one where you get out, but this is the one where it was just the cars. And he was like, wow. He was like, oh, okay, okay. I also used to hide my progress reports in the back of the PS2 like network thing. <laughs> and I used to hide all my um, Liberty City stories by the PSP rated M games. I I used to have it looked like it was like a like a cartel situation of games, and that's a great. I, I used to I I get in the car every time I walked in. I I had to beat Metal Gear Solid Three uh, at like four volume mm-hmm. because because I played that when I was in middle school, so I had to be even more stealth. And I would I would get on my knees all the way up to the TV and the TV stand in my room so fucking close where i probably this is why the reason i probably can't see anymore but i just so i could hear one percent of the game Mm -hmm. just so i can also hear my mom's footsteps coming and i was like holy shit and then when she comes in i would pause the game and go to the camouflage part in the uh metal saw three and be like oh this you just make your own character she's like oh a game where you just make and they were just like okay and it's funny because it's weird Later on, I played it again. My dad's like, "This game's cool." I'm like, "Dude, wow! Like, I don't get it. Like, I can't. I can play SOCOM. I can play Rainbow Six. I can play Conflict Desert Storm and whatever. Anything that has to do with military." But then when I play a game called Bully, I get shit on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, there were a lot of dude, a lot of sneaking sessions in my entire life with video games. That's uh, the thing you told me about the bully thing reminds me of uh, one time my dad confronted me in uh, a hallway and was like i was wearing a terror shirt one of the ones that said la one with the underdogs and he was like 
what's that shirt, son? It's like it's a band. They're called Terror. It's, what does the one with the underdogs thing mean in the LA thing? It's like, well, they're from LA. The album's called One with the Underdogs. Because you sure that shirt doesn't convey the that shirt doesn't uh, convey the message that you uh, support terrorists and you think they're underdogs that should bomb LA. Bro, he had a deeper meaning are, for it. <laughs> I was like, we are fucking reaching, reaching, reaching. He did the same thing when he found an Ignite CD, a live Ignite CD that I had. Um, and on the back of the CD, it's them playing some club. They're playing at Gilman Street, which is an unair-conditioned venue in California for people who don't mm. know. So a bunch of people have their shirts off. My dad goes, a lot of men with their shirts off in this photo, son. It's like, <laughs> yeah, Dad. He goes, uh, is Ignite a gay band? Yeah, <laughs> that's like, funny. No, Dad, they're uh, they're not a gay band. Yep. It's okay if they're, they're gay, either son. They're gay or Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> and then he found a gay Rilla Biscuits record on my computer, and that was a, nice. a way more intense conversation to have. Yeah. Anyway. My dad was uh, questioning me with the Rage Against the Machine DVD. He was rage, huh? What you raging about? I was like, bro, it's a band. Your fucking backhanded attitude, Dad. <laughs> yeah, it was that. I remember that too. Um, you fucking backsassing me. So I'll do a couple more here. Um, this one was submitted by Quillman. He says, "Have you ever been given an opinion on a game that, based on your own experience, you found completely wrong or hard to agree with?" I know we can. Didn't we just spend like an hour no, talking? No, about and, I, this and, and and I'm trying to think of some other cases. Like obviously, we went, we talked about Last of Us Two last episode, blah blah blah. But like, what are some of bigger like situations like for me i know that like when everyone was talking about breath of the wild i was like well i gotta fucking play this shit man moment i get a switch i'm getting this fucking Mm. game right now turns out my copy just isn't as fun as bert's so i need to borrow Mm. your copy that makes sense and you had a switch for a minute and you played odyssey when you had timmy's yeah and you didn't you didn't even go for it go for it then no i didn't i I, I, I didn't buy anything because I was kind of borrowing a Switch. I would feel weird to buy games over and over. So I, I did buy Mario because I was like, I do have feel like I want to play this one. But um, yeah, I get that, that would be one for me. Like, um, where I was like, dude, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not having fun at all. So that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that one's up there for me. Uh, the, a recent game is this game called Journey to a, a Strange Planet or whatever um just came out it's kind of like a very non-violent uh metroid prime style game um is that the one with the rock no that's journey to the center of the earth it's on game pass but it's not really that big of a deal i'm trying to think of something like a big deal game that everybody raved about that i just couldn't get behind there's tons of like multiplayer games like league i've never really uh jive with but not because i thought it was a bad well, y'all game. haven't really played it no yeah i mean but i was gonna say i don't think league is a bad game and i also don't think i'm not gonna sit here and pretend that i've experienced enough league to judge the game in full yeah um but i mean the last of us two definitely the big one let me let me oh the shadow of uh, mordor games for mm-hmm. sure i know a lot of people rave about those because they love like the nemesis system and everything yeah, and I can understand that, but to me, that's just generic Ubisoft. Like when you think Ubisoft game, climb, it's just climb the it's towers, just that shit. See the map. Yeah, it's exactly Un- yeah. unlock the map. You got to free this settlement, and then you get a colorful armor or a new hat. Yeah, it's it's re shit. It was Ghost of Tsushima, right? Um, and that was I mean I'll throw that one in there. Tsushima like it did so many things well, but it it's not a 10 out of 10 fucking game it's it's not 
Like, to me, you know, everybody, there was so many people that nutted all over Tsushima. And, like, I, I don't know, dude, at a certain point, it's like sugar in food. You're just not tricked by sugar anymore. And it's not to say that sugar isn't amazing and you can't enjoy it, because it is. But there's a certain point in time when you experience and you indulge yourself in so many different qualities and so many different cultures of food and so many different styles and tastes that that bland sugar that just releases those chemicals in your brain it you you know it you know it literally cuz you had it for 20 years you were like oh there's not much thought behind this it's just sugar like, there's not a lot of different complementary tastes and spices and ingredients and plants and different things that are coming together to make such a perfect and well-thought-out and artistic um, f- item. And at a certain point in time, like, I don't expect everybody to understand why, you know, the Ghost of Tsushima had problems like it did or that it's not that flavorful. I don't expect everybody to fucking not get excited about games like Anthem when it's like, hey, you can customize your character, you can fly around a fucking map. That is, It's all sugar, and 30 years of almost all I've done is played video games. I'm in the military. All you're doing is playing fucking video games, trying to get out of fucking working parties and shit. Being a fucking paramedic. If I'm not on a call, I'm sitting around the fucking station looking at video game news. I don't expect people to have the same point of view on things as I do. I'm not going to say... You can call me a fucking snob. I'm not going to fucking deny it. That's like a hipster denying their fucking hipster. But, like, there's just a certain point in certain people's lives where they've experienced so much. It's not going to... They're going to be able to fucking pinpoint things. They're going to be able to fucking see things that not a lot of other people are, you know? So, your 10 out of 10 experience... And this perfect game is one of the best games you've played in years. It's To me, it's all sugar. No nutritional value. Mm-mm. It's not, it's, not, it's not good for you. No. What would be a vegan game? A vegan game? Oh, fuck. Fuck. Uh, fuck. Vegan uh, game is there's not a lot of substance there, but it's very good and, you, and very economically friendly. So it's good for the industry. Um, it's not that it's bad. It can be bad if you don't put work into it. Or it can be very basic. Uh, let's say, um... This is actually what's the a puzzle game? Like a puzzle game that I'm thinking of that's side by side. Like those running games? Oh, um, like, like... Or Ninja Q or Ninja Bit IQ Runner? or whatever? Bit Trip Runner? Should what's I that? Or... I was thinking, when you said running games, I was thinking the, the Bit I thought about Temple Run. Series. Temple, Temple Run. Run? No, yeah. Temple Run's not a vegan game. T- Temple, Run is, Temple Run is Captain Crunch. For sure, you gotta keep you gotta uh, keep up with it. Otherwise, you fuck off and you, you're not good at it anymore. Um, uh, you, and I you mean, have to yeah. do it a lot because otherwise, you won't be fooled. Um, oh, that's Marvel Strike Force on iOS, available now. <laughs> available now. <laughs> Yo, if anybody wants my copy of Marvel Ultimate Alliance, I still haven't opened it. Oh my god, oh, yeah. I forgot you still have Man, it. I, I thought about, I considered <laughs> putting that game back in my Switch. I did. I heavily considered it. Yeah, those first seven minutes. I those didn't first do it. seven minutes were insane. That's why I just sold it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, that might be a vegan game. I don't know. <laughs> you, you, oh yeah, you got to pretend to like it. Yeah. Hey, I didn't pretend. I really enjoyed the part that I played, and I wasn't motivated to finish it. Yeah, I like being vegan. The same way I felt about <laughs> veganism. Yeah. Uh, 
Okay, what would be a what would be a fucking meat eaters delight game? A meat eaters delight game? Do you say? Are you talking like just full? I'm talking about like, dude, like we're eating steaks, chicken, ham right now. So what would be a barbecue? Yeah, that's a good. What would be a bit? I almost consider games like Fall Guys to be that. That's a big. That's because Because, it's a group setting. A big group party game, Fall Guys. Yeah, yeah, like party games, I guess. Because there's not much thought put into them. Their mini games are very basic. You know, but it's a fucking blast with people. It's simple, That's but fair. done so well. That's fair. I would say any good party game. So the Mario party games, even like the nice. Jackbox party games, the Quiplash shit. That's uh-huh. great. That's great with the right group of people. Oh yeah, Quiplash could sure. literally just be McDonald's chicken nuggets if you really oh, yeah. thought about it. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. If you really thought about it, yeah. Um, games like that are fun when you get the right group of like <laughs> scum scumbag people like people that are undeniably bad people in the room yeah i have a lot of fun with then that it's game. fun <laughs> um yeah i don't that was my question for you guys <laughs> uh what what is a vegan game or what is a barbecue we can come game? back to it later like, i'd have to think more. about it more because there's i think that's actually a really interesting metaphor yeah um like uh, overwatch is a barbecue like game like, like i could say smash is a vegan game because like yeah, it's fun. You play a lot of it to get good, but for by the end of it, for me, it's like, well, this wasn't as fulfilling because this game is a certain way. The newest one, where I'm like, oh, I don't know anymore. So that would be that would be that. That's mm-hmm. very surprising because you were so deep for like a Dude, probably four months. I was very very heavily into it, uh, like for longer, man, like a year and a half or so. But uh, um. By the end of it, I feel like I learned nothing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was it was just giving you everything you had already. Had it's one of the, it's one of those games that like you so. play it, even though you know ninety nine percent of it, you will you will be mad. Oh uh, yeah, uh, Mario. The Mario Kart series is like that, for sure. A lot of the Nintendo multiplayer focus games are like that, to where like very shiny. It's definitely shiny. It's definitely shiny, and it's definitely very fun. But it's not. There's nothing revolutionary about it. Very know. fun. Yeah. Expect a lot of frustration. Yeah. Right. Well, I would like to revisit that topic. Eventually. Yeah, we'll we'll do it every episode. Out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, It'll be have... a fucking segment where what what game or like every week we'll be like, oh, what's your fucking Thai food game now? What, what's a keto Genesis <laughs> game? <laughs> oh my god. But um, I think it's 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 Paleo PlayStation Day. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be our bit. That's the bit that really gets us taken off. Um, and gets me to quit this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about all types of diets and games. Um, well, I think that's with time and everything. Probably we can wrap it up there with Q and A. Yeah, that's a good spot. Um, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Let me, uh, why don't you guys hit me with some, uh, the thing that no one thinks about, but we do every I actually, I actually planned this one. Good, it'll give Thank me Thank God, because I have time to stall. Them. Okay, why, now I have recommendations. A recommendation. <laughs> All right, go. So, uh, <laughs> like we talked about earlier, uh, me and Thomas have been buying some, like, uh, of the model kits, the Gundams and stuff like that, and I moved in my new place, and I have a desk in my living room, but... I don't have a lamp for it, and the way the lighting is set up, it doesn't get in this desk area. So, I have bad vision, and I needed to. I wanted to like have a little lamp station here when I'm building them, 
And <clears throat> someone at a comic book store here, Neighborhood Comics, recommended me this uh, one called the Bailishi Light Helping Hands Magnifier. It's like this light. It's a lamp that's got like one of those bendy things where you can like shift it where you want to like have the actual spotlight on. Um, and mm-hmm. on top of that, it's got three magnifying glasses like attached to like the like the base of it or whatever. So you can kind of work under the magnifying. It's like a big, big one. You can work under it if you want to like get the smaller pieces, especially if you're doing more advanced stuff than what I'm doing with like painting and actual like, you know, cutting pieces out and stuff like that. So it's really cool for that. And it's got these clamps that you can like have your pieces on or leave like little things that you're going to get back to later um, that you can stick them on there. And it's really cool. It's like a little workspace. And I've been now that I have that I can go back to start building again, and it's been cool because I'm really blind. So um, yeah, that that's something I recommend. It's only 19.99 on uh, Amazon as well. It's really affordable. It's cool, it, and it's also a you can plug it in or you, it's battery powered too, so you can kind of keep it portable and like move it around. And you don't have to plug it into the wall or anything. Yeah, uh, that thing definitely looks fucking uh definitely badass i wish i wish the light was a little like what you showed me was a little stronger but it looks like you, you could probably pull, literally pull that off and attach a separate led lamp that just has like three or four led bulbs instead of like the one or two that look like her yeah and i feel like there's a there's a different one with like a much powerful light but like for what i'm for my situation it worked out but yeah i definitely agree with you yeah um bert you got one you need me to go um, no, it's, uh, I posted that Conquer statue I got yesterday. So cool. And everybody insane. literally was, like, asking me, like, where the fuck I got it and stuff. It's, it's seriously the coolest and most high quality thing that I own, hands down. Um, so first four figures, they do a ton of shit, dude. They do all the way from, like, Crash Bandicoot. They do Spyro. They do a shit ton of Dark Souls stuff. Some of their Dark Souls stuff is, like, three feet tall. They do life-size statues. I mean, like, I've got a Majora's Mask statue on order from them. It takes... Uh, I've been waiting on this Conquer statue for about a year and a half because you'll set up payment plans and they'll do pre-order processes. And then, you know, some shit's available to order. But these things, it's it's the best quality thing that I fucking own. It is insane the amount of detail that went into this and the fucking craftsmanship. Mm-hmm. Like how, I love this thing. I love looking at it. How big is that thing really? Because I, I, I was having trouble <sighs> getting a sense of the scale. Let me let me think. It's about. I get to try and put it into scale. It's. I mean, it's big, man. It stands about as tall, taller than like a shoebox would if you stood it vertically. Um, and then it's probably like two shoeboxes wide, like where the chair is and Damn. shit. Okay, that's it, it's badass. it's definitely like just as big as my entire torso, so it's 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 a hefty oh, boy. Wow. It weighs about thirty pounds. Dude, that's crazy. Cool. Yeah, it's, I it's was the, shocked at and everything. Like, so it it doesn't even like obviously like Conker's hat, like his crown, kind of sits at an angle in the video game. So the crown has a little indentation where it rests on his cheek, and it has a magnet in there. And there's a magnet in its cheek, and you can feel them kind of attract to each other so it stays in place. And, like, the milk that you can take out of his hand, and, like, it comes with a little white piece that's supposed to represent the milk, it's angled because they the cup sits at an angle in his hand, so you have to position the milk the right way to let it lay flat, like gravity and everything, you know? It's... 
The amount of detail the, is fucking phenomenal. I love this thing. Yeah. It's the coolest fucking thing I own. So, I I can't recommend shit like like if you're into fucking cool shit for your room where you're talking about gaming environments if you want to fucking start somewhere if you just have a lot of fucking money to blow i don't know dude this this is the coolest goddamn thing in the world and they make dude you've seen the spyro shit they yeah. made what's what's it's the comp- fucking what's the company's cool, name dude. again first four figures. oh they're they're doing the uh the psycho manis one right now yep oh, they awesome. they do their dark souls because the thing about it is i've told you this about like espionage shirts before like i I think, like, it falls a little flat when you just come out with, like, um, you know, like, with just, like, a very standard, like, when people think of a game, like, people that really haven't played it, they relate it to this character, to this scene. Mm-hmm. And, like, they don't, like, they could have come out with just Conquer, but they did him sitting pissed off at, like, the beginning of the end game when it finishes with the milk and the crown and, like, the different yeah. shit. Um, him like a scene. Like so a scene. they're Dark Souls characters. They did this Ornstein that's like three feet fucking tall, dude. It might even be taller than that. It's giant. The, they did another statue that is Sif on top of Artorius's grave with the sword in his mouth. And it doesn't stop there. They do a definitive edition and then they do like an exclusive edition. And for like $100 more, they did an edition where it's the specific swords... Of the fallen warriors who had fought Sif and the lore and everything. So it's like you know they do their research or they've played these games and they're fans. Like it's specific things in the game that they get so right and they do so well that you're like, that that's it. Like as a fan, I don't want, you know, like I have my fucking Cloud figure. But like as a fan, I don't want fucking Cloud. Then like people think like, oh, Final Fantasy VII is Cloud. Like I want something different that tells me like not only do I like have passion for the game... But it's things that you have to know a little bit about of it and dive a little deeper, and like I love that that they're 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 God they're fucking their shit is their shit is insane. Dude, I'm poking through the site right now and I just found their Luigi's Mansion three statue where it's Luigi and it's got the polter pup, the little dog, mm-hmm. and the polter pup is a fucking nightlight. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah, they do like LEDs and shit like that, dude. It's they they're it's it's and how sick. much how yeah, much is the Conqueror's one? The Conquer was five hundred. It's wow. it's up there, yeah. But I mean, I paid that over a year and a half. You oh, know, right, you said, yeah, yeah. So twenty thirty dollar installments. I, I think mm-hmm. they're the same company who did like the uh, God of War Kratos on the uh, sitting on the uh, sitting on the mm-hmm. throne too, like from God of War two. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm poking through, and this shit is. Amazing. Oh, they got a metro. So the detail is outstanding, and they're, like they're very good, like with reception and stuff. They released. I want to say it was Midna from Twilight Princess. And a lot of the feedback they got were these tiny, tiny gripes. Like, tiny, tiny gripes from the, like, the um, announcement and the unboxing and all this shit. About, like, her face or her figure or this and that. They scrapped the entire statue and they reworked it. And it's, it's like, flawless now. Damn. Like, people shat their pants over how much better it looked. Yeah. And that's like, I love that, dude. I, I, you gotta praise companies like that because there's too many companies that fuck it up. So when these companies make these moves and they make people like fans happy, it's like, dude, they're, they're, that's just fucking, people are giving you money and you're doing right by them. I didn't, I wish I didn't look at the site because there's like a king one, the Tekken one. And I'm like, damn it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Same. I'm going through, I had thought about getting into the comic book statue thing for a little bit, but I was just like, ah, you know, I don't, 
I don't want to put that kind of money into something, yeah, it's, but it's I'm seeing some shit man. on here that's like that's freaking me yeah. out. So I'm gonna, it's, I'm gonna it's, it, yeah. I, I've told people I was like, it, dude, like you're gonna get on there and you're gonna see some shit that like you really need. Yeah. Because I don't like everybody's like, holy shit, dude! I didn't know you were a toy collector, or a statue collector, or anything. And I was like, dude, I'm not. And everything I have is like little anime hentai girls and stuff that maybe were a hundred dollars or something. This yeah. I do not spend money on shit like this, but Conquer Conquer falls into that realm of games that Majora's Mask sits in, like just that different, took another path, wanted to be weird realm, and like that's the most special realm in video games for me. So like when I saw this, like I I fucking had to fucking have that. I was I was do whatever. My buddy Dan, uh, he plays in like the Florida bands, like Heat Seeker and stuff. He owns a poster that released with conquer live and reloaded on the xbox and it's conquer sitting there it's like an uncle sam rip and he said we want you to join the squirrels but it's conquer sitting there and his like tom hanks outfit on d-day and that's what i have a tattoo of and i've literally i told dan i would trade him this statue for that poster i want that poster more than fucking anything in the world so if anybody hears this and you know some goddamn where somebody has that poster they're willing to get rid of it they're willing to fucking pay i don't know anything dude i want that more than anything. that's like my fucking wish is that i can find one of them i went so far as to hit up the goddamn original developers of conquer who are now like indie developers to see like if they had shit because i remember like looking for it and i found his twitter where he reposted it and i was like dude like fuck help me god i I forget how important that is for you good sight um what's my recommendation this is the i'm the first now i don't know too okay i got one um everyone i like really shitty fucking cartoony games especially on the 3ds and shit like that so i really like that yokai watch series for no fucking valid reason oh yeah um and there's only there's one youtube channel uh that's almost dedicated to that it's like he's dedicated to nintendo shit but he's played through every single yokai watch game and done full playthroughs of each one uh, and does all the tips and tricks stuff. And I've gone back and watched a lot of that recently because I'm probably going to replay that game again soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The dude's channel is called Abdallah Smash 026. Uh, and if you're into any of that shit, uh, it's a cool channel. That's all I got. He's got cool playthroughs, a lot of different shit. Um, he's kind of funny. And if you want to do a deep dive on like that specific game, which I know I'm the only person on the fucking planet that would want to do a deep dive <laughs> about the Yokai Watch series... Uh, it's literally the only place on YouTube to find any content that will help you with anything like that. So, uh, that's, that's my sick. that's my recommendation. So, I guess that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it, boys. Well, guys, successful. Not quite as successful in keeping the time down as we thought we would be. But we but. know some of you motherfuckers are still here, so we appreciate it. Shout out to the squad. Uh, that's all I fucking got, man. Yeah, any fi- any final words? Uh, yeah, tune in next year for the next episode. All right, yeah, <laughs> see you guys in 2027. Bye. Bye.